0: Hello and welcome back to the Yo podcast with Deck and Dan. Dan, how are you doing today?
1: I'm alright, I'm hot.
0: Well, we know you're hot, (laughs) but how are you doing today? I'm alright. Just alright? Yeah? Yeah?
1: Been at work. Yeah. Still haven't got changed.
0: No. Um, So I'm feeling very sweaty. mm, You're looking hot though. I am very hot. Not hot hot, hot, but like smoking hot, kind of hot. Thanks. I just, I hate that there's two whole tables between us.
1: Climb across them if you want. Oh, if,
0: if look, <laughs> the heart thing I made. Yeah I, lef, I,
1: yeah, I left it here.
0: That's nice. I appreciate that.
1: I mean, I say I left it. I haven't been in here since our oh. last episode.
0: But but it was, you know, you subconsciously you left it right there. First. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was always thinking about it.
0: Yeah, good. I appreciate that. It's all right. Thank you. Um, Before we get started today... Yep. I have a gift. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's a gift for you. It's a gift for the podcast, and I think it's something that will help with future debates and let us. I
1: us. have a few questions. Okay. Where's the gift from?
0: Uh, I... Not.
1: I don't need the shop. Okay. The store. Where in England is the gift from? I got
0: it from Shrewsbury. <laughs> I thought
1: so. <laughs> and was this a joint effort?
0: Uh, Rihanna helped. Well, we went. We went looking for something, and then yeah. something for me. Or just something? No, no, we was out specifically to find you a present.
1: Oh, I don't like that, because I don't go out specifically thinking, oh, let's find Deck something. I just see something, I'm like, oh, Deck would hate this.
0: (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) thank you. But, But, like, we looked at quite a few things, and then I just saw this thing, and I was like, okay, that's not necessarily for Dan, but I thought it could be useful for the podcast. Is it edible? No. No? No.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: I was about to tell you how much I spent on this gift, but I'm pretty sure there's a number on the box.
1: Is it... Do I have to drink it?
0: No. You do not consume this gift. It is something... Is it it consumable? Uh, No, I wouldn't. You probably... But could I? You probably... Parts (laughs) of it you could, but I would advise against it.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm intrigued.
0: It's something that I think is fun for us both. Is it a game? Potentially. And it will help us with future debates.
1: Oh, it is tabletop football. It's
0: tabletop football. Okay. And <laughs> so. £5. Well, pound. A £5 pound gift I got you.
1: Oh, this is a nice gift. It is a nice gift. I feel gift. bad for my gifts now. Well, maybe... I just get things that you hate.
0: <laughs> I should have planned ahead because it's got like little plastic on. Um, you might
1: use our love art to slice it.
0: That's a very good idea. Um, but I just figured that in future when we have debates. I said slice it, not saw it. <laughs> I couldn't slice. I had
1: to saw. I don't understand. How is this going to help us settle debates?
0: Because if you think something's right and I think something's right, we'll simply get this tabletop football out and the person who scores is correct. Okay. And that will stop the arguments there and then. Okay. Yeah?
1: Also, we have something that we need to address. What's this? Discombobulated. Ah.
0: Because you lied to me. (laughs) I was like 99% sure that discombobulated meant to be pulled apart. Well it doesn't, it, it does means not. that you're confused Yes, clearly I was discombobulated And
1: it, if it wasn't for Christina Listening to our podcast Then we we would still be using it in the wrong context
0: We would uh, Can I just rotate this because I don't want to be the red side
1: I, Is that because of Barnsley?
0: But it's, no, it's more because of, of Manu uh, I don't care for Barnsley oh. um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to peel but I can't reach
1: Yeah, this is not I don't
0: have well. nails As you know
1: and the microphone's right on your voice box right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, how you doing, everyone? <laughs> okay, would you like to have a game with me? Yeah. I'm going to just move this a little bit to the side.
1: Yeah, I'll move mine over here. Okay. Right, let me...
0: This is the... You listen to Pins. Oh, there oh we that go. was quick. <laughs> 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 well, I am, I enjoyed that game. Um, And I've just lost again. And
1: again. oh we still oh okay
0: <laughs> but yeah I thought that would be fun to um,
1: settle things to settle things instead with. of arguing
0: so we can leave it there okay and if we have any kind of debate yep we're just gonna pull it out and it will stop us ranting for about ten minutes on whether or not roller coasters need stories etc etc
1: they do but we'll, we'll not get into that. i will not get into that. <laughs> I mean, one. I've just won, so that's, yeah, you, we've you settled won. that roller coasters do need stories.
0: No, no, we did not specify the terms of that. That was just a friendly match, a pre-season okay. Okay. before we start. Okay, all process. right, okay. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I know it's like 3-1 on the gifts or something right now, but... Is it? Is it? You got me a monster. No, because technically
1: one. I got you like two monsters, but that's one gift, isn't it? Yeah, but... But then, I only gave you one.
0: Yeah, and then you got me some popcorn. Yeah. And then I feel like I've got something else as um, no, maybe not.
1: I think I did say on the last podcast that I've got you three, but I haven't I've got you two. Oh
0: okay. Well then I mean I still owe you a gift. Yeah. But the next time I'll make sure you hate it. Thanks. No problem. <laughs> this was a gift for us. The next one will be purely and simply for you. Um okay, would you like to tell all of our many, 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 many videos? All ten of them. All ten <laughs> Uh what we're gonna be talking about today.
1: We are going to be talking about unsolved mysteries. Uh huh. Although I already know that one of yours has already been solved. I mean, well, I mean, technically two.
0: How can you know two when I've literally not? Well, out? your top one. The, well, it's solved as in it's got a a a final like conclusion to what they think ha- like what they yeah. pronounced it as. But officially, it's
1: solved, happened. but it's not really. They don't
0: know how it happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then the other one is solved. The one that I know is straight away. The... Yeah
0: that solved, is it? Yeah. You, they, they hypothesized why it might be solved. No. Yeah.
1: I can 100% confirm it is solved.
0: Okay, well then.
1: <laughs> with my scientific knowledge.
0: Well, we'll talk about it when we get there. We will. Uh, just for everyone today, Dan always does loads of research and I always do. insults me that I don't do enough. Today, whether he's lost a page or not, Dan has only brought three pieces of paper to this podcast and I have brought four. Therefore, I have yeah. done more research today
1: you might have brought four but i've only done two Mm -hmm. you've done six yep so therefore mine i've done more research on one topic whereas you've just copied the first two paragraphs from wikipedia for each one i mean other than your other than your last one you've just copied the whole page off wikipedia
0: i read through bits of wikipedia and got the things i felt was needed
1: all right how many numbers in brackets do you have
0: i think i deleted a lot of them
1: all right so they were there no, yeah, they were. So it is just copy and pasted off Wikipedia. I see one. Okay, I, I see one straight away. off my... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't come at me for Wikipedia copy and pasted when you're doing the exact same over there.
1: Yeah, but I've lost half mine now, so now I've just got to go off nice. my knowledge Yeah, which is the a lot. topic. Yeah. A lot of knowledge. Are you saying I have a big head? No. Okay. Well, I'll let you go first, since you have six.
0: Since as as I've done more research. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, well my first one, which is the one you already know about anyway, is the death of Elisa Lam, is that how you say it? Yes. Yeah? Um, how much do you know about this already? Or Quite you... a lot. Quite a lot. Well, I think I do. Probably so, don't. on February 19th, 2013, a body was recovered in a water tank atop of the Cecil Hotel. Why are you laughing already?
1: <laughs> because at? it's just so blatantly copied from Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, I'm giving you the
0: facts, that is the date, and what happened. <laughs> wherever I copy and paste it or type it it's still going to be the same <laughs> do you want me to mix it up a bit? I don't know you won't probably it's alright a body was discovered on the 19th of February 2013 there yep. you go right uh, in a in water tank at the top of the Cecil Hotel yep yep uh, in Los Angeles if anyone wants to know where that is do you know
1: what Los Angeles translates to? in Spanish in Spanish? Why, yes why would I uh, because the Mexicans named it in these something of the angels. city of angels. Yeah,
0: I was just I was gonna guess that. Why, why not? Let me let me answer the questions before you before you answer your
1: own. Um, I just wanted to flex my knowledge with my big head.
0: Yeah, well, careful not to knock me out with said big head. I know you're slurping, your drink down the mic. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, Sorry, continue.
0: The the body was later identified to be that of Elisa Lam. Yep. Yep. Okay.
1: So um, far, so good.
0: Yep. Yeah. Are you? Can you confirm?
1: I can confirm this is all true.
0: Okay, good. Uh, She had been staying at the hotel when she was reported missing at the beginning of the month. What date? What date was she reported missing?
1: Yeah, what date was she found?
0: She was found on the 19th of February. Okay. But she had been reported missing from the start of February. Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Uh, A maintenance worker was the one who discovered her body whilst he was investigating guests' complaints of problems with the water supply and the pressure.
1: Do you know the problems specifically?
0: Water supply and pressure.
1: Pressure is one. Yeah. But apparently the water was black, oh. and people were drinking it, and being like, "This tastes very sweet."
0: Was that coming like was the water coming through the taps books? and through the shower. But as in, was that because of was that coming straight from the water type that she? Was yeah, her,
1: it was like her decomposing body it mm. was tainted the water. That's lovely, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Apparently it tastes sweet. Should we kill someone and find out?
1: Maybe we already have. Maybe that's why I was slurping.
0: Um <laughs> Dan was slurping a beer. We have not killed anyone. Oh, I have not killed anyone. <laughs> I cannot I cannot vouch for Dan.
1: I can neither confirm nor deny that I've killed anyone. <laughs>
0: okay. Um her dis- oh, this is just gonna be this is straight just Wikipedia, so I don't know. It is camp. literally all just straight Wikipedia. Yeah. Her disappearance had been widely reported, interest had increased five days prior to the discovery of her body when the police department released a video of the last time she had known to have been seen. Yeah. And this video, which I... So I, don't need, I don't need to read now because I know the video. It's a video of uh, in the elevator, isn't it? In the lift of the hotel.
1: Yeah, and she's doing some weird voodoo she shit. She's
0: doing some weird shit. She keeps, like... She's talking into the hallway. She's looking into the hallway and doing weird gestures into the hallway. Yeah. And then she comes into the elevator, leaves the elevator, goes back into the elevator again, and, like, starts hiding behind, like, near the buttons, like, yeah. out of view of the doors. And she's, like, freaking out in the elevator. Yeah. And, it, like, people didn't know if she was getting followed. People... A lot of people think it's, like, paranormal shit that was messing her up. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Which is, like, what led to her eventually dying because of all the paranormal a shit.
1: A ghost killed her.
0: Potentially. Um, have you seen... Have you seen videos of the Cecil Hotel? Inside it? Yeah. And no. how to get to the roof and stuff. No. Because, like, obviously people... Uh, some people think that she was, like, murdered and taken up and put in the water tower, or the yeah. water tank, whatever you
1: want to I, call it. I, I've, bleh, bleh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've seen that apparently it's, like, impossible to get up there.
0: Yeah, literally. There's, without a key. I think there's, yeah, there's a door that's locked. Yeah, at the top. Yeah, which, you could, obviously, if you had the keys to it, you could open it. But other than that, you could, like, maybe climb out the window. Some of the windows open, you can get to, like, the balconies and then, like, f- up the, like, fire escape ladder thing. Yeah. But the ladders have, like... um. It's like a, it's one of those ladders that have got like a like a bad cylinder around it, so you don't you know like for safety.
1: So you don't jump off.
0: Yeah, but like so you can fit one person up at a time. There is no way like you could
1: like, carry someone up. Carry there.
0: up, yeah. It was, there was no way she was on someone's like shoulder like a fireman lift up there unless yeah. he got unless I say he unless someone did get her up there and then killed her at the top. But Maybe. there was no way like she was carried up there as a corpse. Yeah. Because that physically could not happen. Um, but yeah, like the. She, like lo- loads of interest spiked when people saw the video because of how weird she was acting. Yeah. And then it was five days after the video was released, they, they found, found her, her in the water tank. Mm. Um. I'm gonna just read to see where I got to. Yeah, she was found naked in the water tank, but all of her possessions and clothes were just like floating around in the water as well, just mm-hmm. next to her, which is cool. Um. Once she had been taken, when her body had been taken, they did they did the art. Is that the right word? Yes. Yeah. She had zero signs of physical trauma and mm-hmm. there was like no signs of anything that could have hurt her or killed her.
1: Weren't her like blood alcohol levels like zero as well? Mm-hmm. So she went drunk. Was or there yeah. was no drugs in her system. There
0: was nothing oh like this not as though she'd got like high or got that drunk that like she just like decided to go up there and dive in or whatever. Yeah. And there was no yeah, so no nothing in her blood, there was no signs of trauma. Ghosts. And yet the... Yeah, the, when they when the officer report was released, it said that it was just an accident. And that her de- and like that's why Dan said that it was like not really an unsolved mystery, because they found a body and said it was an accident. But, like... It wasn't. No-one knows how she got in the tower. No-one knows how she died. There was nothing that could have... Like, well, I'm assuming
1: she died from drowning.
0: Well, you assume, but you don't know, because this is an unsolved mystery.
1: But is the mystery not, like, what the fuck she was doing in the elevator, and then how she got in the tank? rather than how she died.
0: Yeah, but you, you don't know if she was dead before. That is true. So, Yeah, mm. I mean, that is literally all I've got, just the facts, but I guess we can discuss what you think happened.
1: Okay, well, I'd like to go straight to the elevator video. Okay. Have you seen that it was tampered with and there was, like, 40 seconds missing? I have not. And also, at one point, when she steps outside the lift and doing a whole of weird hand shit, mm-hmm. you could see a foot in the bottom left corner. Oh, it's and the, the f- And the foot pulls back.
0: Like, a foot in the elevator, or I thought in, like, the hallway?
1: In the hallway, like... Because the camera's in inside the elevator, like, yeah. pointing to the door, and it was, like, just poking out. Like, say this is, like, the elevator wall, door thing, and yeah. it's like that, and then it pulled back.
0: So do you reckon, like, the person who killed them maybe ended up being caught on camera, and that's why they edited the stuff?
1: Possibly. Yeah. And it might have been someone that worked at the hotel.
0: Potentially, because they would have access to...
1: Yeah, because you haven't watched the documentary on Netflix. No. Not. The woman that manages the hotel she's weird. She's mm. a very strange woman. And she was she literally like came out and said like the only people that can edit that footage is us. It was like no one else can? Us ha-
0: being just her or any of the workers.
1: I assume she meant any of the workers. Yeah. But she was like no one else can have access to it.
0: Mm. Which like was strange. Before we know it could be the maintenance worker who found her. Mm. Who would realise you were caught on camera, Went because he'll have keys to everywhere, Yeah. go in there, edit the footage, and then he'll be like, oh yeah, wow, people are complaining about this, I'll go check it out, and then, oh, there's a body here, I definitely didn't put it there, but someone must have done. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, people, like the Cecil Hotel is a very, also an active place for ghosts and shit, and people.
1: Think yeah, it. and it's also on Skid Row, I believe, and that's like, a very rough area of Los Angeles with a lot of homeless people and drug addicts yeah. and a lot of them stay in the Cecil Hotel there's mm-hmm. been a lot of murders and stuff that happened there yeah
0: um, yeah a lot of a lot of like the, the drug addicts do go in there and just like kind of die in the, yeah. the corridors and stuff of the hotel or they did I don't know if it's still is it still open and
1: stuff? <clears> it's <and> still <throat> open but I think they've changed the name again
0: yeah they have changed the name because it was getting like a bad record yeah
1: and that's like the fourth time they've changed the name
0: yeah um,
1: have you seen the guy on TikTok
0: the yeah, that like one guy on TikTok. Yeah, well, there's him. a few
1: of them. There's a hotel, like, straight across from the Cecil. Oh, yeah. And people go in there and, like, record the Cecil, and there's, like, you always see people, like, just stood in the windows, just staring out and it, shit. Is
0: that, like, a drone or something? Didn't yeah. He? Yeah, yeah, I've seen... Uh, that's the guy you're on about, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What about him? creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it's just creepy, isn't it? It is its creepy. Um, I've watched a lot of uh, of the YouTuber you don't like. They've been going to the Cecil Hotel a lot. The YouTuber you don't like? The YouTuber you don't like.
1: Oh, the okay, ghost yeah
0: uh he's done a lot of like videos inside there recently mm. which is why it was one of. has he
1: seen anything has uh, he seen elisa
0: they had again they had a spirit box and it was did elisa talk to them this they said is this elisa lamb and then it was just yes and then like the words on the spirit box kept linking with some of the answers but you never know do you no um well, i they don't, don't believe in spirit boxes unfortunately well we'll have to try one won't we well we
1: did technically i
0: oh, on my phone yeah that doesn't count <laughs> it's not a proper one <laughs> when we go record a podcast in the ho- haunted hotel we'll get some uh, we'll get some gear can that door please stop flooding behind that's me? a
1: ghost that wants to come in
0: well I don't want the ghost to come in we're trying to record a podcast they've had their chance we did a ghost podcast and they didn't want to talk to us so we can wait maybe they have do. stage fright well then then we all but we're just gonna
1: deal with it that is very true <clears throat> you don't you're always dressed up on stage a are robot you? and a newspaper man.
0: I was talking to Crispy about Christina, sorry.
1: You and my girlfriend seem to talk quite a lot. We're
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> great friends. <laughs> it's usually about the podcast. But I showed her the, um, the, the newspaper-y one. Yeah. And she was like, <clears> what are you supposed to be?
1: What were you supposed I to be? I don't
0: know. I have no idea. Did I'm you not... win for that as well? Mm, I'm not entirely. I have hope so, because that was some commitment. But I don't know if I was supposed to be like a paper boy or something, like a literal version of a paper boy or what. Yeah. But I don't know. It was, it was an odd outfit. <laughs> I prefer the robot. I think.
1: <laughs>
0: mm. So, um, what's your theory on Elisa Lamb? How'd she die?
1: How'd she die? Mm-hmm. Mm. How'd she
0: die? Why was she in the water tower? Who did it?
1: I think someone must have put her there. Okay. Because like, did she have any mental illnesses? I don't know if she had, like, depression and anxiety. I can't think. I, I read it. But she right? had, like, no suicidal tendencies, yeah. and she was apparently in L.A., like, travelling. Yeah. Um, weren't she originally from Canada?
0: Uh, I don't think Does it know.
1: not say any little sure. Wikipedia thing no. where she was born? No. no. Uh,
0: they, I think it might have, been, but I deleted it. Cause why I, would you do that? Was, we, don't we don't know. Why, why what else? it
1: matter where she's born? Well, it matters right now. Oh, I mean, yeah,
0: but it doesn't really... <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, I think she was traveling. Like, she had a Tumblr blog, and she was blogging about traveling. And she posted one of her last posts was asking people like if there's anyone in LA that wants to meet up. And then she died. Yeah. So maybe the maintenance man was like, "I'll meet up. Like, yeah. I'll meet you on the roof."
0: And yeah, well, that's it. If so, if someone put her there, they had to have her alive on the, But I guess you could have keys for that one door.
1: Yeah. Maybe that one door was just unlocked at the time she went up there and then obviously the maintenance guy has gone up just to check on like vents and shit mm-hmm. I was like that's weird the door's unlocked and then just locked the door but also why was the water tank open because there was a lot of theories going around that it weren't open at first and that it's really heavy and she wouldn't have been able to lift it but then it turned out it was already open yeah. but the other three were shut
0: that is weird yeah
1: what's your theory um I
0: don't know because it's, about like, it's like I said it's the matter of getting her up to the roof which is the hard part So i don't know she will have i personally think she would have had to have been killed on the roof unless unless she went up and she wasn't killed in the roof and literally maybe they drew no because there was nothing in it maybe they just threw her in the water tank and just kind of left her there because if Mm -hmm. you're in there and they lock the doors or whatever there's no chance you're going to be getting out
1: i also think it's weird that like you say she was naked in the water tank but all of her possessions were around her yeah she wouldn't get in there and then take all her clothes off no that's a good so point. it's like someone's thrown her in there and then thrown all her possessions yeah, like, in there yeah like
0: shit we still got all this what do we do but Yeah, just dump it in there as well yeah so she probably got murdered then and then they just tried to hide her body yeah but do you I mean, think
1: there's any possibility that she just climbed in there
0: no just again for the fact of like if, if she were like do you mean just to kill herself or just yeah
1: because apparently like once you're in there there was no way back out because like the gap from the water to the roof was like too big to be able to get back out again yeah so if she did get in there she would have known that she couldn't get back out
0: I just don't know why she would have like dumped everything in there stripped down naked, and dumped all the shit around her. yeah so now I reckon she was probably killed at the top
1: I think someone in the hotel killed it and I think the management know about it yeah because if you watch the documentary she's a really shifty woman
0: shifty woman mm. okay maybe it was an inside job then maybe so the maintenance man and the manager mm. solved solved that's there what we're going to do we're going to solve each and every one of these unsolved mysteries
1: there you go. least Lamb was killed by the maintenance man, and the manager deleted the footage.
0: Yes, Sword. Yep. Would you like to do yours? Which one? Which one have you got, two?
1: Technically, I've got three now.
0: Oh, because of your book? Yeah. Well, then do the first one. Why would you All say right, well, yours?
1: the problem with the first one is that, like you mentioned in the beginning, I lost the first page. Mm-hmm. So half of my work has gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I have watched videos on it, so I'm just going to try and wing it.
0: That's what
1: we do best here. I mean, I do have the Wikipedia up on my phone, so I could just read that. As long as you don't get the... That is my concern. On the mics. But I don't know where or where I am.
0: Do you, can you at least tell See, me... See, I can,
1: like, give you a very vague beginning, but then... it's just not going to be very detailed, because I've lost it all. Hey,
0: if you want to get the Wikipedia... To to back up what you're saying. Right.
1: Right. I just need I just need it for the little details. That's
0: okay. While you're while you're looking though, can you at least tell us what it is like the name or the title or whatever it is we're actually going to listen to? Here?
1: It is the disappearance. and no, it's not. I don't really know what it is. It's <laughs> Bobby Dunbar, basically. Okay. You'll understand why I don't really know how to phrase it. When I wrote the caption, I wrote the death of Bobby Dunbar, but it hasn't really got anything to do with his death. Right. Perhaps it's the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar.
0: I don't want to ruin your story too much, but is this the guy with like, notes in his hand? No. 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 Okay.
1: I forgot that guy's name. That was in Australia, wasn't
0: it? I'm not too sure. I just saw it earlier and I was looking
1: at it. Yeah, I saw it, and I remember certain someone suggesting it, and I was like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) That's the main reason I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so basically who Bobby Dunbar is mm-hmm. he is a, an American boy yep go on sing it uh,
0: um, um, American boy I don't Ter- know terrible I don't know is that the song
1: that is the song but that was terrible I
0: don't know how it goes
1: <clears throat> so basically Bobby Dunbar disappeared at the age of four okay he just vanished um, I believe it was on a hike oh no he'd gone on a fishing trip for like a few days with his family yeah. And whilst on that fishing trip, he disappeared. Just A
0: four-year-old? Yeah. Right. He just disappeared. Okay.
1: And uh, he was actually returned. So he disappeared in 1912, Yeah. which is coincidentally the same year that Barnsley won the FA Cup. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that trivia.
1: Why I've... were you looking...
0: Because I feel like I looked at, looked into this one earlier, and now I feel like I might know where it's going. Yeah, maybe. But I'll let you continue.
1: So he disappeared in 1912, yep. and I believe he returned in 1913. Mm-hmm. So like Wait, a, a I mean year a later. Year.
0: A yeah. year later. Yeah,
1: he, he wasn't weren't, he weren't gone for long.
0: Okay, then maybe I don't know where this is going.
1: Eight months, to be specific. Oh. Um, so, just give me one second. So he was born in Louisiana. Okay. And they believe they found him in Mississippi.
0: They believe they found him in Mississippi. Yeah, I'll get to that.
1: I'll okay. get to that. Don't you okay. So, he disappeared on August 23rd, 1912. He was born on May 23rd, 1908. He disappeared in St. Laund- Landry Parish in Louisiana. Right. Um, he was the first son born to Leslie and Percy Dunbar. hmm And, yeah, he went on a fishing trip near Swayze Lake in St. Landry Parish. Swayze Lake? Swayze Lake. Nice. And on August 23rd, whilst on that trip, he disappeared. Okay. So, they had an eight-month search... And they located a man called William Cantwell Walters. Right. And he worked as a handyman specialising in the tuning and repairing of pianos and organs. And he'd basically been travelling through Mississippi with a boy, and apparently that boy matched the description of Bobby Dunbar. Okay. So he was arrested and questioned. Did he, questioned. S-
0: did he ask, oh, okay, so did he say who that boy was? Did he
1: say yes. his son or something? Not his son, but he does say who it was. Okay. He says that the boy's name was Charles Bruce Anderson you, you can't have
0: it? a four year old called Charles that's, that's where he's tripping up was well, in
1: 1912 though, isn't
0: it? yeah but still four year olds can't be called Charles
1: well apparently he was referred to as Bruce and he was the son that's of a woman boy. who worked for his family and he said that the boy's mother was main, named Julia Anderson and that they, she had willingly granted him custody and Julia Anderson would actually later confirm this okay but nonetheless, Walters was arrested, and authorities sent for the Dunbars to come to Mississippi and attempt to identify the boy.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so did he go to jail? Yeah. Even though this, even though someone else confirmed it was true. Yeah. Right. So what's?
1: So there's a few different newspaper accounts that okay. differ from each other. So one of them said that apparently the boy immediately shouted "mother" upon seeing his parents in quotation marks Okay. and they embraced but then another one said that all the boy did was cry and apparently Leslie Dunbar the mother of Bobby yeah. was quoted as saying that she was unsure whether he was her son but then another newspaper quote that both the Dunbars initially stated doubt initially stating doubts as to the boy's identity and apparently they had a younger son named Alonso and uh, Alonso apparently recognised him instantly, calling him by his name and kissing him.
0: Yeah, but I feel like kids are gonna be like if they're saying we're gonna go see your brother again, they're probably gonna be like
1: Yeah, but then apparently Bobby um didn't recognise Alonso. Yeah. He didn't okay. know who it was. So the next day apparently after bathing Bobby mm-hmm. um Leslie Lesie Lesie? Leslie said that she positively, positively identified his moles and scars and was then certain that that was her son, so they returned home with the Dunbar he returned home with the Dunbars to a parade and with much fun, far, fun fair, celebrating the homecoming mm-hmm. and Julia Anderson, the boy of the other kid I forgot his name Bobby yeah uh, who's apparently his mother, she arrived to support Walters, the guy who had been arrested in contention that the boy was in fact her son Bruce. Anderson was unmarried and worked as a field hand for Walter's family. She said that she allowed Walter's to take her son only for what was supposed to be a two-day trip to visit one of Walter's relatives, and she further asserted that she had not consented for Walter's to take her son for more than two days.
0: And how long had he had him at this point?
1: It doesn't say. Oh, okay. I assume not very long. Yeah. But, um, she apparently was given a line-up of five different boys who were of the approximate same age as her son, including the boy who was claimed by the Dunbar's, um, when she, when the boy in question, when the boy in question was presented, she reportedly gave no indication that he recognised her. She asked whether he so was wait, the. He
0: gave no indication. Yeah, he she didn't. Gave, he
1: right. didn't recognise her. Okay. She then asked if he was the boy recovered, but was not given an answer, and finally declared that she was unsure of which one it was.
0: Right.
1: Which one's her son? Yeah. And upon seeing the boy again the next day, when she was allowed to undress him, she indicated a stronger certainty that the boy was indeed her son, Bruce. However, word had already spread about her failure to positively identify him on the first attempt. This, combined with the fact that newspapers questioned her moral character in having had three children, the other two deceased by that point, out wow. of wedlock, led to Anderson's claims being dismissed.
0: Now you're switching back to your Now i switching back. Okay.
1: So they went to court because uh-huh. she was trying to say that's her son Bruce and they were like, no, that's Bobby. Mm-hmm. And apparently she just like didn't have the money to sustain a long court battle. So she just fucked it off and went back to North Carolina and just left him with the Dunbars. Okay. And she later returned to Louisiana for Walter's kidnapping trial to attest to his innocence and push for the court to determine that the boy was her son. At the trial, she became acquainted with the residents of a town called Pop- Poplarville, Mississippi, many of whom had also come to proclaim Walter's innocence. William Walters and the boy had spent quite a bit of time in Poplarville during their travels and the community there had come to know them well with a number of them asserting that they had seen Waters with the boy prior to the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar Okay. and despite their testimony the court reached that the deter- court reached the determination that the boy was in fact Bobby Dunbar, Waters was convicted of kidnapping while the boy remained in the custody of the Dunbar family and lived out the remainder of his life as Bobby Dunbar well that's mad Mm. So, after the trial, the people of Poplarville welcomed Anderson and she began a new life there, eventually marrying and having seven more children. Wait, who is this? The mother of Bruce. Right. That lost the trial. Okay. Uh, She had seven more children and according to her descendants, she became a devout Christian, helped found a church and served as a nurse and midwife to the small community. Although her children indicated that her life was a happy one after settling in Poplarville, she said that... They said that she non- nonetheless spoke often of her lost son, and that their family always regarded him as having been kidnapped by the Dunbars. And years after Bobby Dunbar's death, one of his granddaughters, Margaret Dunbar-Cutwright, began her own investigation of the events, poring through newspaper accounts, interviewing the children of Julia Anderson, and examining the notes and evidence presented by Walter's defence attorney for his kidnapping trial and appeal. Although Cutright had initially hoped to prove that her grandfather was a Dunbar, her research, her research, her research ultimately led her to doubt her belief. So she didn't think that her grandfather was Bobby Dunbar.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess regardless of that, it's, it doesn't really change it much for her. It's still, her grandfather I think. yeah but
1: like, but it it gets more. There's, there's more. There's a bigger twist. Oh so Shit. years later uh-huh. in 2004 when did he die i don't know
0: okay because it's been ages at this point yeah he was
1: born in 1908 so right, he probably man. died around sometimes like the 70s or 80s yeah. but um yeah in 2004 after an associated press reporter approached the family about the story bob dunbar jr consented to undergo undergoing dna tests to resolve the issue The results showed that Dunbar Jr. was not related by blood to his supposed cousin, the son of Alonzo Dunbar, which was apparently Bobby's brother,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: who was the youngest brother of Bobby Dunbar Sr. Since the DNA testing is conclusive, the fate of the real Bobby Dunbar remains unknown.
0: So he was Bruce?
1: They don't know, but he definitely weren't Bobby Dunbar. 100% weren't. So he probably
0: probably was Bruce
1: then? Yeah, maybe. But then, why did he not recognise his mum, and his mum didn't recognise him? Maybe he was kidnapped as a baby and brought up as Bruce.
0: Maybe, but if if I mean if the mum didn't really care much and already had two deceased kids, maybe he just didn't see him much anyway. Yeah, maybe. Um, Okay, so we're gonna sort I mean, that one's kind of solved too. Then, I guess in the case. Well, it's more
1: about finding out the real.
0: Where where what happened to Bobby? Yeah. Yeah yeah well we know that guy's Bruce and not probably Bruce but god knows what happened to Bobby mm.
1: that's,
0: that's a, an odd one
1: maybe he's part of the missing 411 which is another lot of unsolved mysteries I do you know the missing f- I think it's the 411 never heard of it it's all the people that go missing in national parks in America ah uh, it's like Bigfoot and shit
0: yeah. yeah
1: maybe he was part of that considering he was on a fishing trip I assume around some woods
0: yeah maybe so there's Bigfoot stealing all the kids yeah Bobby was one of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: so Bruce got a completely different life yep but uh, maybe for Bruce if he I, I'm going to assume it's Bruce If yeah. it, maybe for Bruce it was better for him anyway as soon as the mum had two dead kids already yeah but
1: then she did go on to have another seven
0: yeah but would she have, yeah but she turns like a life of Christian yeah saying, she was a Christian a devout yeah.
1: Christian and she formed a church
0: and that might not have happened none of that happened maybe so maybe it worked out better for
1: everyone mhm uh-huh except from poor Bobby Dunbar
0: wherever he ended up he probably might have had a, he might have I mean I like think I say he might have had a great life probably not if he got kidnapped or um,
1: stuff but yeah I think he probably died
0: probably fell in the. maybe he just fell and they got. They want to admit it maybe he fell in the water and drowned and they were so scared to admit it
1: that they said he'd gone missing yeah
0: maybe
1: mm,
0: perhaps maybe we should start our own cold case and look into
1: cold cases
0: mm <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, maybe we'll look into it and be like, go missing. We'll, we'll drag the lake.
1: Uh, do you have the money to do that?
0: How much does it cost? Probably a lot. How much is a lot?
1: Well, I mean, it costs a lot to fly out to America in the first place. I can fly us to
0: America, that's fine. Okay. How much does it cost to drag a lake?
1: I'm going to go with at least £50,000.
0: No, I can't afford that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I do not that much. Damn. Okay, well, we can get some scuba diving, dear. scuba diving gear. Yep. And we can go down. And find him. Well, the bones still be there
1: unless they've gone back and taken them I would okay. assume so
0: well that's fine then we'll go and have a look I'm assuming
1: if like the police had dived and found mm. the bones they'd probably know what happened to Bobby Dunbar
0: have the police dived and found the bones?
1: I haven't heard anything about it
0: because they assumed he'd gone missing not that he'd died in the lake mm. you got to think outside the box
1: but you'd think if he'd gone missing near a lake the first place they'd look is the lake
0: mm, not if they were like nah he was definitely not near the lake at the mm. time because he'd be like no he came away from. and the it prison.
1: was also in 1912 yeah so, they probably didn't have the capabilities to do that. Mm-hmm.
0: But we, me and you, we do. We can go and do that. All right, let's let's do it. Right, we'll solve that one in a future episode. Then we'll come back. We're we'll, like, yeah, we've been found, found him, sorted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Shall I go on to my next one? Yep. Um, I don't know exactly how to say this first name, but it's the death of
1: Genie
0: Genie, Genie Saffin. Yep. Ever heard of it? Nope. No. No. Nope. No. Cool. All right. Well, Jeannie Lucille Saffin... Mm-hmm. She elderly. has a middle name. Yeah. Uh, ...was born on the 20th of March, 1921. Yep. And died on the 23rd of September, 1982.
1: So she didn't disappear, she just died. She died. Oh, I thought you said the disappearance. No, no,
0: no, I said the death.
1: I do apologise. That's alright,
0: don't no worry about it. Uh, she was a British woman whose death from fire in 1982 is cited by some paranormal researchers and authors as an example of spontaneous human combustion.
1: Is this the very famous picture of the chair?
0: Potentially, yes. That's just, like, burnt. Yes. Okay. So the long and short of it is she died because she just randomly caught a light and burnt to death. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So it's like the, the kind of the unsolved mystery is how the hell did she randomly just catch fire?
1: Well, apparently that is a real thing, though, isn't it? Like, It's happened to Appar- other people.
0: It is very... There's, like, apparently there's a very low chance that people can just randomly...
1: But there is a chance.
0: Apparently. But... I'm sure
1: it's something to do with, like, the fibres in clothes and then, like, something to do with the human body.
0: Okay, well... And then um, just
1: catch on fire.
0: This is reported to be the most recent suspected case in the UK... Um, aspects of the report made immediately after her injury and death apparently supported the conclusion that her death was due to spontaneous human combustion. So mm. even the reports of it just say, yeah, she just randomly caught on fire How
1: died. can they prove that?
0: In what do you mean? Well,
1: How can they prove that she just miraculously caught on fire rather than someone set her on fire? Uh,
0: well, I guess you can't say that she wasn't set on fire, but there was um, like her father and brother-in-law, I think, in the house.
1: Maybe they set her on fire.
0: Maybe, um, but... I guess we'll... we'll I mean, read. I'm not
1: being funny, but if you went home and then, like, Big Rob mm. just burned to death yeah. and then you messaged me and I'm like, oh, Big Rob just miraculously set on <laughs> fire, I was yeah. like, you just set your dad on fire. There
0: was just me and him in the yeah. house randomly <laughs> set on fire. It was a really weird occurrence. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, well, she she was born in London. Yep. Yeah. She was 61 years old at the time. 61?
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And, and on the evening of the 15th September... She was at the family home in Edmonton. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good. Uh, with her father Jack and her brother-in-law Don. Uh, Big Don. Don. Big Don. She was sitting with her father in the kitchen, uh, and he, the dad, was looking away at the time, mm-hmm. and then, in the corner of his eye, he just saw flames starting to appear. So he looked at his daughter, and she was just suddenly on fire. Is his like recollection of the story. He was looking at something else and then he saw the flames and he looked and she was on the fire. Right. Okay. Um, Jack and his son-in-law, Don, both put the fire out using water from the kitchen and called for an ambulance. Yep. So they managed to put her out. Mm-hmm. She didn't die straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then she was treated on route to the hospital by the paramedics and transferred to the burn unit and then eventually she was, well, she was treated there until she died because of pneumonia. I got bronchitis. Anybody got time for that? But um, well, yeah, so she died due to like the the burns and shit. Eight yeah. days after the original fire.
1: Oh, so she lived for another
0: eight days. She did. um She was getting treated constantly in the hospital. Was
1: she ever awake?
0: I don't know. It doesn't say. I assume she must have been at some point.
1: So could she have not been like? Oh yeah, I did just set her
0: well, oh, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, she must have. Been, for eight days, she must have said something, and you would have thought she was. Maybe would have she said. was in a coma. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't read much. Yeah, I don't I, think I do it think said. I you would. <laughs> hey, I, I got some. I got three paragraphs here. Um, I'm a, there was something else. So yeah, Don, her brother in law, who was at home at the time of the fire, stated that she had flames coming out of her mouth. Like a dragon. Hold that thought. <laughs> Let me continue the rest of this sentence. <laughs> <coughs> Stated that Jeannie had flames c- coming out of her mouth and made roaring noises like a dragon.
1: So she was a dragon. Potentially. Solved.
0: Yes. Mystery solved. She was, in fact, a dragon. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that is, there isn't much more to say. Carol and Jack have repeated the claim that prior to Genie being lit a flame, there was no source of ignition in the kitchen except the pilot light on the gas stove. So there was no other way to.
1: What is a pilot light?
0: You know, the. When you press the button, it goes. Tsk, 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 tsk.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, start. I just thought that was gas coming through.
0: No, it's the spark. Isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, it's the sparks, and you turn the gas on it. No? Okay,
1: yeah. well, I'm sure we'll be corrected if we're Yeah,
0: will tell me I'm wrong again. <laughs> but I assume that's what the noise is. Um. Uh. One of the guys, I don't know if it's Don or the the dad or the brother, also stated that all of her clothes that she was wearing were unburned and there was no fire damage or no smoke in the kitchen. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is why they think it was just spontaneous combustion because there was fire in her mouth, the clothes didn't burn, there was no smoke. She, like, her herself was just on fire. So
1: she was on fire from the inside out? I because surely if her body was on no, fire it would have a burnt her clothes
0: well that's it but she had burns all over her body
1: yeah but if it boiled her skin from the inside
0: mm, maybe then I don't know it doesn't say where it was coming from and that
1: would make sense why she was breathing fire
0: yeah maybe she was on fire from the inside then hmm so that's weird it isn't took it? a twist
1: yes it did it threw me off a bit there <laughs> I, was, I was ready to say you know, like, Dom set her on fire Dom set her on fire but if but she's on fire from the inside out yeah. and she's roaring
0: yeah she's roaring can you do
1: can you do me a dragon roar
0: I assume it would be something like
1: (laughs) but with fire (laughs) but with fire (laughs) okay I'm convinced
0: you're convinced what that she's a dragon yep right solve yep cool what's your theory dragon uh dragon or some pissed off ghost set her fire
1: from the inside from
0: yes maybe
1: it was an arsonist ghost or a devil or a devil maybe she was the devil
0: she could have been yeah um, but yeah it's weird isn't
1: it that is weird I have heard that story but I didn't know her name I didn't know all the details
0: I might have pronounced her name wrong but I think it's genie it looks
1: like a genie to me
0: yeah so yeah that was, that was her that was a good one thank you Sorry. alright. Um, my next two are awful ones don't look <laughs> how many more have you got two do you want me to go in with one of my, one of these ones first?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Cause yeah, because you, uh, you go in with one of yours, I'll go in with this one because it's quite a short one. Yeah. And then we both have... You go in with your next two. Yeah. Because they're quite short. Yeah. And then we both have like quite a long one for the end.
0: Okay, cool. Well, at least you know about this one, so we can kind of discuss it. The Sailing Stones. Oh, yeah. How
1: They've have you got that much about the Sailing Stones?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Um, Wikipedia helps. So this, I mean, this is taking a turn from we've had death and abductions throughout, and I thought we'd just throw a bit of a lighter one in. Yeah. And for those who don't know what the sailing stones are, um, they are part of the geol. This is just straight up Wikipedia. I wouldn't use these words, but they are part of the geological phenomenon. In- That's how you say, is it? Yes. Yeah. In which rocks move, uh, and inscribe long tracks along a smooth valley floor without animal or human interaction. hmm So there is literally rocks in somewhere which I have in. Ooh. California, is it in Death Valley? And Nevada. Yes, there is. Yeah, Death Valley National Park, California. Yeah, I See, nice. right, I know what I want to. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, literally the rocks are just moving on their own and leaving tracks in the valley. Okay. Is this one of the ones you said have been solved and you're going to prove me wrong yep. at some point? Okay. Well, we'll see if I get there.
1: But I have a counter argument to my proof, so.
0: So you just want to prove me wrong? I'm going to argue with myself. Okay. Good. Well, you might you might want to play the football game by yourself. Or I'll win. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, So it says that uh, the movement of the rocks occur. or people assume the movement the movement of the rocks occur when large sheets of ice, um, mm, which are a few millimeters thick, yep, that's my theory, break up on sunny days, and the water just makes the rocks move. Yep. However, that is my theory. uh, People claim that the rocks would be too heavy to move because of the water. With how they're making dents in the tracks, they would be a bit of water would not move them and make the tracks how they are. Like being made.
1: But they do move like millimetres. Yeah. So over a prolonged period.
0: Well, let's see what I've said here. Uh, I said where they are, but we don't need to, to do that because we've already established yeah, where definitely. they are. Yeah, right, definitely. So the first documented account of the sliding rock phenomenon dates back to when, do you know?
1: 1865.
0: 1915. Close. Um, when a prospector named Joseph Crook from Nevada mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, visited the racetrack player site? I don't know, know what that is. But, um, and then in the following years, the race tracks sparked interest from geologists Jim McAllister and Alan Agnew, who mapped the bedrock of the area, and in 1948 published the earliest report of the sliding rocks in the Geological Society of America. Baltimore. Nice. Yeah. So 1915 is when these rocks started just shuffling around. Mm-hmm.
1: Never shuffled before that?
0: Never shuffled before that. Where before did the
1: rocks come from?
0: Aliens. Alien rocks? The alien rocks, put them there, yeah. Uh, in May 1972, 30 stones with fresh, were, with fresh tracks were labelled and were used... No, I don't know. Stakes were used to mark their locations. So Yeah, yeah.
1: put a little stick in the yeah, ground. Yeah, put a
0: stick in the ground for 30 rocks, and they gave them all names and were like, right, we're going to watch you. We're Could have just painted happens. a number on each one. Could rock. have done, yeah, but sticks.
1: Yeah. Right? Because um, they have little races between them. Maybe they did, here. Yeah. Like, number the rocks and, like, put the bet on, like, which like, one's going to get furthest?
0: um, like the... Was it... In SpongeBob, they do, like, snail racing. Yes. Like that. Yes. Yes. But with rocks. But with rocks. Yeah. SpongeBob also can ride those babies for miles. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, each stone was given a name and they recorded... This Positions of the stones over the next seven years. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So they just went back and was like, right, we're going to watch, see what goes on. Uh, 10 of the initial 30 stones moved in the first winter. hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's cold. When it's cold. Icy. But not melted ice. Because it's cold.
1: Well, it'll still be hot during the day. It's California.
0: How hot? Hot enough to melt ice? Yeah. Even though it's winter?
1: Yeah. It's California. It's Death Valley. It's literally the hottest place on the planet.
0: How is that ice then?
1: Because it's cold on a night. It's the desert. Is it? Deserts is it, are cold on a night.
0: Does it switch that? Does it switch that much? Yeah. From like freezing. Yeah, you like you could literally
1: die from the heat during the day, and if you weren't covered up properly on a night, you'd get hyperthermia and that die. That
0: Sounds like a lot of hassle.
1: Yeah. Well, don't go there. Where is that? Death yeah. Valley. Yeah. California. Yeah. Well, Nevada, California, same. Is it?
0: Is it? Is it all of California like that?
1: I mean, all of California is hot.
0: Does it get hot and then cold at night everywhere? I
1: assume, like in the cities, it's not freezing
0: i want to go to disneyland california and i don't want to go in big coats and then shorts and then big coats and then shorts go in the summer not the winter nice Okay. <laughs> cool um <laughs> so right 30, 10 of the 30 stones moved in the first winter with marianne stone a i assume the first one um I'll do that.
1: It'd have been so much easier if they just numbered the stones. They could have
0: done. Well, I'll tell you what. So it's the, the stone... Stone number one.
1: It's the stone called Mary Yeah. That's stupid.
0: We'll call it stone number one. Okay. Alright, so stone number one uh, covered the long longest distance out of all of the ten that moved. Mm-hmm. Can you guess how far it went? In just the first winter alone?
1: 57 centimetres. No. Two metres.
0: 65.
1: Centimetres. Meters. Oh, <laughs>
0: Sixty-five meters. Okay, that's in, quite far. In one winter. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then two of the next six monitored winters, all of the stones
1: moved. Okay. Okay. Was number one still the winner?
0: They did not say, or I did not put it in there. Well, I assume probably the latter is that I just didn't put it in. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand and nine, mm. mm-hmm, they've tried to because of technology. They tried to use like. Cameras and time lapse photos. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, why didn't they just do that? Well, they did. Mm. Mm-hmm. Did any move?
0: Uh, let me read because I don't know. <laughs> they use time lapse <laughs> photos to see the rocks moving, but this proved difficult as movements, as you have stated, only occur once every three years, apparently, now.
1: So it was just the off chance on that one year when on they first winter. went there, it moved 65 mm-hmm. metres. Yeah. I think they're moving them. Um, it's a tourist attraction.
0: Uh, and they believed. Yeah, they mo- they they move once every three years, and they believe lasted about ten seconds per movement. So every three years, the rocks will move for about ten seconds, is what they think.
1: So how the fuck did it get 64 meters in ten seconds? Fucking like <laughs> Usain Bolt. I
0: don't know, but that's what it says. And then obviously I've said they start to think that the ice melting was the cause for the rocks moving. However, there've been like claims and hypotheses saying that the rocks would be too heavy and would not make the tracks even if there was water underneath it. Um,
1: I disagree with the scientists that say that.
0: Well, this is all, uh, obviously, so this is, that's where my research ends, because it's literally rocks are moving. People don't exactly know how or why or when, but rocks are moving. Go I think it's ice. You think it's ice? Yeah. In what but, way? But uh,
1: I think the ice is freezing and then melting and then unfreezing and the rock slides on.
0: So, like, ice on the floor?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, ice underneath the rock. Okay, but, but is...
0: would, would the rock then make dints in the sandy, like, Yes, it is a big boy.
1: Yeah,
0: but it wouldn't it, if he's if he's making dents in the floor, he'd be cracking the ice, and he wouldn't be able to keep sliding if he's cracking the no, ice. No, so it's not ice that you
1: crack. It's like frost. It's a frostier. You know, that like when you get a fresh pine and mm-hmm. you put it down. Sometimes it's like got the moisture underneath, and it mm-hmm. goes. It slides mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. Yeah, it's like that. But with a, a big rock.
0: Didn't go six, yeah, but a big rock's a lot heavier than that.
1: Yeah, but that's heavy. What's heavy? That compared was. to a tiny bit of water that's underneath it that's heavy that's like a rock I don't know if it is well I think it's ice I don't
0: think the ice right. what do you think I'm going to get this football thing and I'm going to make them this up is, this is the first time well you this. need
1: to give me your theory first well, it's
0: not the ice I oh, don't know aliens that's my theory
1: oh that's stupid
0: come play football with me ok because I don't think it's the ice can you put the ball in the middle please thank you, you didn't okay. really
1: think that through did you
0: Right, that's There you go. Uh, aliens it is. It was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I like this, we just accept. I will live in a rubbish part of the podcast. Uh, right, go. Oh, shit. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my big book.
0: Oh, Dan only uh, did like very limited research and so no, I didn't I when did we a lot He came of that. into the room <clears throat> he just looked through a pile of books and happened to find something that had mysteries or unsolved mysteries and so he's just reading a page of the book. Alright, so
1: you just slammed my preparation that I bought a book.
0: You didn't buy this book specifically for this podcast. This book has probably been in here for months. Years. Years.
1: Yeah, but I knew one day I would need this book.
0: And what's the book called A Hundred Things They Don't Want You To Know? Okay. You happy with that? It,
1: I think so mm-hmm. the title Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: the lost village at Anjikuni Lake at Anjikuni Lake mhm mhm so the mystery is did the entire population of an Inuit village in northern Canada disappear overnight Inuit yeah I assume that's how it says what it says no
0: yeah are
1: they um, I don't want to be stupid they so, like Eskimos
0: I was going to say are they Eskimos,
1: oh, Eskimos there but is a little picture there they look like eskimos. Yeah, that's
0: what I thought they were. Yeah. Well,
1: they might not like being called Eskimos, though. Probably not. No,
0: but that's what I had in my head.
1: Right. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. So, Nunavut, part of Canada's Northwest Territories until 1999. This happened in 1930, by the way.
0: Okay.
1: It's a vast territory covering the upper reaches of the country. Its population is small and spars- sparsely, 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 sparsely distributed. It's landscape, desolate, icy and unwelcoming. If you get lost in the neck of its woods, don't anticipate stumbling on, upon a friendly face anytime soon.
0: There could be wendigos in those woods because that's Canada and Canada's the wendigo capital of the world.
1: That is very true. Yep.
0: Yeah. Solved. Continue. Wendigos did it. Wendigos did whatever the hell you're about to read. But,
1: <laughs> but did the population of a local village really disappear without a trace back in 1930? Oh yeah did they? well let's find out (laughs) (laughs) so Mm -hmm. also none of these are my words they might be big words but they're not mine no
0: because you're reading from a book
1: yes I literally have a book in front of me so this is taking Dan's story time to a whole quite literally
0: this is Dan's story time yeah
1: given the uncompromising conditions they faced it's little wonder that itinerant Trappers made sure to know the location of rare permanent settlements where they might haul up for a night. One of these places, it is said, was Anjikuni, an Inuit fishing village on the Kazan River.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The story goes that Anjikuni. I've said it f- wrong. No, it's just spelt wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Anjikuni, but they've spelt it in the second paragraph Anjikuni. <sighs> The story goes that Angie Cooney was known to a trapper called Joe LaBelle, but when he arrived here one evening in 1930, he stumbled on a disturbing scene. All of the villagers, around 25 in total, okay. had disappeared as if into thin air. Food was still hung over fire pits, clothing had been abandoned mid-repair, valu- valuables and essentials lay untouched, and seven dogs had been abandoned to their fates. Aww. LaBelle was said to have informed the local, Ca- the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP... Nice, thank you. ...of his discovery, but they were unable to find any trace of the missing population. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Was, is, it, is this a snowy area?
1: I would assume so.
0: Was there no footprints?
1: I don't think the snow was there that day. Oh. That's
0: inconvenient. <laughs> I don't think
1: it's it? always a snowy area. Because if you look there... It's not snowy. No, that's But it true. is quite close to the snowy part, so I'm assuming mm. in the winter it snows. Okay. So maybe this just didn't take part in the winter. Anyway, mm-hmm. the story was soon related by journalist Emma E. Kelle- Kelleher in The Bee. What? The Bee. The Bee? Mm-hmm.
0: What do you mean, what?
1: He told the story in The Bee, which is a newspaper in Danville, Virginia.
0: Oh, right, okay.
1: But it went strangely unreported in the Canadian press. Hmm. Resurrected by Frank Edwards in his 1959 book Stranger Than Fiction, it took on a life of its own. And by the 1970s, there was much speculation as to the village's fate. Among the more fanciful suggestions were a vampire attack and an alien abduction. Yep,
0: aliens.
1: Yep. The RCMP. Why a vampire attack. Maybe there's vampires in the area when he goes in the area mm. so the RA, RCMP issued a statement denying there had ever been such an incident, doubting that the village even existed and denying that they had ever investigated the claims but this last seems to conflict, this last seems to conflict with the report from January 1931 apparently released by the then commissioner of the RCMP dismissing the episode as a journalistic hoax following investigations by one sergeant, Jay Nelson Others have suggested the real cover-up was perpetrated by the authorities, who discovered some truth too terrible to relate. Today, it is no easy job to tell who was pulling the wall over whose eyes back in 1930. Was the story of Angie Cooney simply a feat of imagination by a hack in need of a good copy, or was there something more sinister at work? Is
0: that the end of the story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a village was a, a village mm-hmm. was there. Yep, a tracker went to go into the village?
1: To just, yeah, he was hunting or tracking. The people? No, animals, right. local animals. But he'd been to the village before, so he knew the villages and stuff, so he'd mm-hmm. often stay there. And then this time he went and the village was there and the animals were there and everything was as it should be, but the, the people, people were gone. Left.
0: Okay. Okay. Hmm. Right, so... I reckon that they had realised that there was going to be a very short supply of food. They'd used all the food from the area. Mm. All, the, all the, the lakes were dried up and the um, berry bushes had been picked and <laughs> so they were like we're going to have to just leave.
1: But they live quite close to Hudson Bay which is just like John Stra- stri- straight onto the sea.
0: Mm. Maybe they just moved to the sea.
1: Do you know what it reminds me of? Croatoan
0: the virus from Supernatural That's <laughs> mm-hmm. all I can do. no
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like early settlers that went to some part in America and early European settlers and I think it's Croatoan but basically they went there and they got in fights with the like Native Americans okay. and then this guy was like I'm going to go back to England or Spain I think it might have been he was like, I'm going to get, like, more supplies and people. And then he was gone for, like, three years. And when he came back, everyone was gone. Oh. And they don't know where. They still, to this day, don't know where they went. And all that was left was croatoan written on a tree. That was the only sign that they were ever there.
0: There was also a scene, Supernatural where Croato gets written on a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's weird. But people are just leaving, like, I don't know. if Three years from now, if I came to this pub and you weren't here, I'd be like, they probably just moved
1: yeah but what if no one was here ever there was no sign of anyone ever being here other than our possessions so like you came in and all our stuff was still here There's still food in the fridge and stuff ready you, to eat but you we you were left gone. in a hurry but why because um
0: shit happens
1: shit does happen I
0: don't know maybe
1: do you think it ever even existed or yes. do you think the journalist made it up no
0: I think it exists. So what
1: do you think to the RCMP or RMCP or whatever they were called? The police department or whatever they were RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Mm. What do you think to them just denying that it ever happened and uh, that the village never existed? Just
0: because they didn't go see the village. If it was a small village, they're not going to really notice it. Mo- like they're not But apparently
1: know. they investigated it back in 1930. But then the guy, modern day guy has denied that that ever existed.
0: So they did investigate the village? Yeah, they, went, so they, were, uh, they investigated
1: it, but then the guy who investigated it at the time in the police said that it was just a hoax by a journalist. Nah, I don't buy that. And then the modern day police have denied that they ever investigated it or that the village ever existed.
0: Maybe the police killed them all. Maybe the villi- police went past and they were being like the villagers were being a bit like about everything and the police were like, oh, if you don't just fucking comply, we're gonna kill you all. And they was like, you can't kill us. This is our village. So they just killed them all. Hmm. Buried them in the.
1: But also, it was in 1930. Okay. So, I suppose some parts of America and Canada weren't yet, like, settled in.
2: Because,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, it only like, that whole revolution only really started in, like, the late 1800s properly, didn't it? I played Red Dead Redemption, I know what I'm on about.
0: Uh, I don't know what you're on about. I'm just going to agree with you and say that you're right at this point.
1: Well, it was still, like, the old American West. Yeah. So I'm assuming, like, the very northern parts of Canada were probably still the same. Okay. so maybe it was just other people like Europeans that have come over and think I'm having this village and they were like you either fuck off or we kill you yep so then they fucked off
0: yeah I, I yeah I reckon the, either either the police killed them to kill cover up and then just nah that never existed what are you on about or they simply just left but why would they leave everything
1: I'm gonna go with my theory that they had to leave because of settlers and that the police are just embarrassed about it so tried to cover it up
0: okay I'll happily agree with that Sweet, solved. Yep, Solve.
1: Well, for the viewers uh-huh. that wondering why this is a little discombobulated, <sighs> I have just been for a wee break, and whilst on my wee break, I looked at the news, okay, and uh, I have seen the England squad has been announced. Oh, okay. Would you like to know it?
0: I <laughs> could probably See if there's can probably. Can I guess who's been dropped?
1: Okay. Mm, no, because I don't know who's been dropped.
0: Okay, well then can I just guess who's there? You can guess
1: at each position, so we'll start with goalkeepers. Pickford. Yep.
0: Um really? did Pope even get chosen? No, Pope he was injured. Uh the J- Johnston? Yep. One more? Yep. Um I don't know who was there. You can tell me this last one. Dean Henderson. Oh of course, yeah.
1: Alright, Defenders.
0: Uh, is Trent Alexander Arnold gone?
1: Wait. yep. Cool, okay.
0: Uh, Stones. Yep. Um. here Yep. Yep. Walker? Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to assume Ben White got dropped. Yes. Yeah, right. How many more do I need? Uh, one,
1: two, three, four, five. Defenders? Yep.
0: Harry Maguire's injured, isn't he? Nope, he's okay. gone. Okay, cool. Um, Cody? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. I'm going to assume it's full backs that I need. Yeah. Uh, Shaw. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh. The Free James, left. Rhys James. Yep, two yeah. left. Uh,
1: one's a full back, one's a centre back.
0: Did Tyra Wings go?
1: Mm, oh, yeah, you did. So now there's two left.
0: Oh, mad. Uh,
1: full back. Full back and a centre back.
0: We've already named Trent. Yep. So it's not him. He's a left back. Left back. Uh, mm, Chilwell? Yes. Okay centre, centre back
1: don't have a clue yeah it's Scouser but he does not play for Liverpool or everything who does he play for? Wolves
0: oh I already it's not
1: Connor Cody but yes it is Connor Cody. I already said Cody oh oh yeah that's a Marlon oh ok good Right, midfielders yep yeah. there's one two three four five All centre midfielders this is not including wingers and yes yeah
0: Yeah. hooray <laughs> <laughs> ok I'm happy now uh, Declan Rice yep is Henderson gone yep yep two left uh, uh uh Chelsea guy Mount yep yep one left um um is he more of a
1: centre he must is be st- more of a tack in this no one. he's just like a Bang on sentiment. Wild well, Pro? Nope. Doesn't play in England.
0: Oh. Uh, Jude Bellingham? Yes. Yeah, okay. Alright, forwards. Sancho? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yes. Rashford? E... Yep. Kane? Yep. Sterling? Yep. Uh,
1: Got three left. Nope, four left.
0: Greenwood's injured, so he hasn't gone. Nope. <sighs> is um, is Watkins there? Nope. Good. Fucking Travis Stewart is the fucking fate of <laughs> squad. Uh, I feel like I must be missing obvious people right now.
1: Well, there's one striker. One winger. It's Grealish there? Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So now you've got a cam, a striker, and a winger. Is Lingard gone? Nope.
0: Nope. Uh, Winger, striker, and a cam. Yeah. Uh, Calvert Lewin.
1: Yep, yep, that's a striker.
0: Yep. Winger and a cam.
1: Both play in the Premier League.
0: Yeah. Uh, Foden. Yep. Yep. And then the winger. I can do this. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish it was Jack Harrison, but it's not Jack Harrison. Yeah, know, yeah, it's it. definitely not Jack, it Harrison. Have been Jack Harrison. It's not Saka, is it? Yep. <sighs> Jack Harrison had the most goal run contributions from an English midfielder.
1: I'm very impressed with your forwards. You didn't get a single one, though.
0: Thank you. So I know. I know my
1: football. <laughs> <laughs> What's your live opinion about that? Um. I think we fucked it. We've taken like five centre back, uh, five right backs again.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do great
1: anyway. Yeah. But what is your predicted starting line
0: uh i probably go for in net.
1: yeah same um, that makes me very upset i
0: think he's going to play he'll play what trent alexander yeah it'll be trent and shaw I think, at fullback and i think he's going to play walker and stone center back
1: and Maguire. i think we'll go three at the back three center back
0: and then the same fullback so i've just said
1: yeah
0: i don't know if henderson's fully fit or not yet is he
1: I don't think so but I think if he is he'll start
0: yeah but I don't think he's going to play both Rice and Phillips so annoying I think Rice is going to play over Phillips yep um, so that's five, six I, I
1: think, think the front three
0: Foden Sterling and Rash uh, Foden should start Sterling should start in my opinion I like Sterling I don't think
1: I like him but I don't think he should start and Kane I think it will be Kane Sterling and Sancho But I do I th- like Sancho I don't you don't like Sancho? No, I've, I've not seen anything from him that's impressed me. Fair enough. I personally think it should be Kane, Grealish, and maybe a right winger. It's got to be Sancho, it? Definitely not be Rashford. Rashford way, no, it's not. No, yeah. Rashford's terrible.
0: I think Grealish is more of someone to come on
1: than...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Grealish is more of a player that should be brought in later on in the game.
1: Yeah, but with his performances, he should be starting... Mm. Like he's created the most goal scoring opportunities in the Premier League other than Fernandes and I fucking hate Fernandes yeah he's a prick he's shit he is he's very overrated mm-hmm. he
0: disappears in the big games he does anyway also okay. Reese
1: James should start instead of Trent
0: uh, no I disagree Reese James is unreal Trent should be starting
1: Rhys James has still got Phil Foden and Sterling in his back pocket
0: I would rather have Luke Ayling than
1: um, is Luke Ayling English? Yeah, Luke. Ailey, which no, Luke has. Luke Luke Ailey Ailey has
0: been performed one of the best out of the European leagues. He is the best fullback. Oh, he had like the best stats for fullbacks.
1: I thought he was Irish for some reason. No, Stuart Dallas.
0: Stuart Dallas. Oh yeah, Northern i Dallas. Okay, All right. Back to topic. Back to the actual topic. Uh, this is a very short one. There wasn't really much on it. Let me see. Mm. Can you okay, see? I don't know what that is. Red rain in Kerala. Kerala. It's in India. Okay. I think. Okay. I think so. Uh, the the Kerala red rain phenomenon was a blood rain event that occurred in Wynard, which is a region of Malabar. Okay? Mm-hmm. Did you listen to that? Yes. Where did I say?
1: Um, Somewhere in Malabar.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Carry on.
0: Uh, so, Kerala. Red, red rain in Kerala. Uh this happened on Monday, the fifteenth of July, nineteen fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and then it, it was literally, basically, the rain was just blood red. Yep, yep. That's, that was that, was what uh, was that yeah. on that day. Well, it, that on that day, the rain was okay. just red, and then the color subsequently turned yellow on the twenty-fifth of July and on the twenty-third of September. Okay. Okay. Um, this like in, in 2001 the heavy downpours of red coloured rain fell sporadically again mm-hmm. in this in the same area um in the southern indian state that's where it is okay okay um anyway it would like, stain the clothes of people red, pink
1: pink mm-hmm. that does make sense
0: uh yellow green and black rain also black occurred. rain black rain's scary yeah um, black
1: rain's scarier than red rain
0: this this also happened in eighteen ninety six and happened several times after this, like in mm-hmm. 2001. Um, following a light microscopy examination in 2001, it was initially thought that the rains were coloured by fallout from a hypothetical, which doesn't make sense, meteor burst. Okay. So that they, they assumed, oh, a meteor must have exploded and it messed up the atmosphere and thus gave weird colour
1: rain. what are the odds on the meteor e- exploding? Numerous times throughout the years, over in the exact same spot, mm-hmm. well, this and producing different colors. That's
0: a great point. Um, and then the government mm. in India, yeah, were like, uh, no, that's not what happened at all. Um, we the reason the rain is changing colors is because of airborne spores from a locally prolific ter- terrestrial green algae from Trentil.
1: Oh. red
0: maybe basically they're saying that it was just airborne spars from some weird algae and stuff which was making the rain that's oh, what the yeah. government said
1: i believe the uh, the meteorite thing over that
0: yeah well that's it the people disagreed with the government and said no that's not what's going on and the government was like no please trust us this is what's happening <laughs> and it's still no one exactly knows why there was red and yellow rain and black rain in this particular area these many numerous times
1: do you have any theories
0: I have absolutely no idea. I mean, I guess some form of contamination from some kind of spores could make, but I don't know if the spores aren't going to really affect the clouds, but it must must be something in the atmosphere that was contaminating the clouds. I have a theory. Go on then, hit me with your theory. I think
1: it's weather manipulation.
0: Weather manipulation Mm -hmm. by the government? Yeah. What? To do what?
1: Change the weather. Just to change the weather? Yeah, but obviously they've done something wrong numerous times.
0: Why would the government want to change the weather? Because they do it
1: in China. They? Yeah, like, the very well-known time they did it in China was for the 2008 Beijing Olympics because they didn't want heavy rain because it was like monsoon season in China mm. and they didn't want heavy rain to postpone or ruin any of the events so they put some up into the atmosphere that literally, like, just dispersed all the clouds Oh, so that it could not rain mad. I didn't know that
0: was yeah. something they
1: could do Apparently Oh,
0: well, can we not just do that all the time?
1: Well, I mean, probably.
0: Shall we do
1: that? I don't know. I don't have the powers to do this. I don't think we should do this because then Earth will be like, what the fuck's going on? I'm sending this rain. Why is it not coming down? Plus, if you send it away, it's got to go somewhere else.
0: Send it to Africa?
1: It's controversial.
0: But it might help them.
1: How? They can't drink it. Can you drink rainwater?
0: You can drink rainwater.
1: Would it hydrate you? Why would it not? I don't know. Maybe it's like seawater.
0: However, I wouldn't drink it if it's red, black or yellow.
1: Might taste fruity.
0: Could taste fruity. Maybe.
1: Strawberry water.
0: Yeah. Banana water. Blackberry water.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Blackberries are purple though, aren't they? They're not even black.
0: What's well, black? Coal water?
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound nice. We'll just <laughs> That's what you get if you've been naughty at Christmas.
0: We'll stick to the... What did you say for red strawberry? Yeah. Strawberry banana one.
1: Yeah okay. Ignore the black one Yeah Blackjack There we go
0: Blackjack or licorice
1: No mm. That's a punishment That's worse than coal Do you reckon? Yeah I, yeah, hate I licorice Yeah like no. I feel like licorice is an old person Sweet
0: Yeah my mum bought a bag the other day So I can't control. Is your mum old? Yeah Okay She's like 58 Okay So yeah she's old Very old Very old um, How many more have you got? Just one? Yep Shall I go for this next one And we've got one afterwards? Yep yeah, We've okay. got a big one A big one Biggies.
1: Yours was bigger than mine. Thank you. But mine's more interesting than yours. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> um, okay. Have you ever heard of the Sodder children disappearance?
1: Nope.
0: Did I? I think I've got like one extra line on the other page. Of course I have. Um, but the, again, this is just a short thing. Yep. Um. It's Christmas Eve. Okay. 1945. Uh, you've set the scene well. Mhm. Right. And in the Sodder family home. Mhm. Flames suddenly engulfed the entire building. Mm. Okay. Strange. Yep. Uh, this is in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Take me home, country I roads. was just thinking of this. <laughs> 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 I don't know what this like. This city's called God over the, the town because it it's hard to pronounce. Yeah, it's don't. just West Virginia. Yeah. Um, luckily, both the parents and four of the children were able to make it out. Yep. Yep. Yep however oh
1: mm-hmm. oh dear who's left
0: five children
1: five how many <laughs> did they have
0: apparently nine <laughs> they've been busy um apparently five children were still inside the burning house okay which is sad it is sad yep um after the police took over the case they determined that there was an electrical fault in the home which is what started the fire
1: it was 1945 forty-five. Mhm. so not electricians were probably shit back then
0: yep However, oh. they never found the bodies of the missing children inside the house. Didn't exist. Right. Uh, well, um, they, they, they did exist. There is, like, family records of the okay. five extra kids. Okay. They're just, the bodies were not inside the house. Like, okay. not even, like, burnt bones or anything. Okay. Okay. Uh, making things even more suspicious, police found that someone had intentionally cut the family's phone prior to the fire. hmm
2: hmm
0: And this helped confirm the father's testimony... He stated that two different men had visited him and had warned him to be careful of a house fire in recent uh, in upcoming days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the to why? The, to the, I don't know. It just says to this day the unsolved murders or disappearance of the children remain a mystery. The dad did it. You think the dad did it?
1: Yeah. Why would someone just randomly be like, "Oh, watch out for that fire"? Well, was, why would they tell him?
0: Apparently, men were warning him like you better watch out yeah but why fires around here maybe I don't know but the the like what's the word the theories are that these men came and stole the kids but used the fire in the house as a distraction
1: I think either the dad did it and as he killed the kids he
0: killed five of his kids
1: got rid of like buried them or whatever mm-hmm. maybe with the help of the two men okay and then burnt the house down as a cover he or he got in trouble and these two men were like what like be careful Mm-hmm. It a threat. Yeah. And then he was like, ah, that's not going to do it. And then they did it.
0: I I, I think that the men came and stole the kids and set the house on fire. Mm. But we're going to have to either choose a theory or agree to disagree on these theories. Do you,
1: do you uh, think the well dad think did it or do you think these random two men did it? I think it's more likely that the random two men did it. Okay. So and we... that they were threatening the dad being like, oh, watch out for that fire.
0: Yeah. And they stole the kids or killed the kids?
1: Both. But Stole them and then maybe killed them, maybe didn't.
0: So the men did it? Yep. Solved? Solved. Solved. You're onto your last one.
1: Okay. It's a big one. A big one. Do you I, want should I know of this? Probably not. Oh, can't be that big then. It's a big one. I'd never heard of it until I started watching YouTubers, and just one of the many unsolved mystery YouTubers I watch covered it. Okay. And then I, f- I went down the rabbit hole of it all.
0: You do that a lot. You tend to find something that interests you and then just dive deep into it
1: christina says it she says i have a very addictive personality mm-hmm. so like once something interests me i'm like all about that and ah. nothing else
0: Yep. i agree yeah oh, but i, l- can finally agree on I literally
1: spent like two weeks watching videos and reading about this case
0: was this like because you knew we'd have an unsolved mystery no okay. i just
1: found it interesting okay and very strange
0: am i gonna find it interesting and strange
1: i hope so depends how well i tell it if i don't tell it well, then, if you don't find it interesting, then I haven't told it very well.
0: Yeah, you're great at telling stories. I'm sure, we'll, uh, I'm sure I'll find it really interesting. Mm. Take it away.
1: The Disappearance and Deaths of Chris Kremers, Kremers, and Lisa Froon. Okay. okay. Chris Kremers. <laughs> Chris Kremers. I'm going to call her Kremers. Okay. Chris Kremers, age 21, was described as an open, creative, and responsible individual. Lisa-Anne Froon, age 22, was described as aspiring, optimistic, intelligent, and a passionate volleyball player. Both had grown up, grown up in Amersfoort, which is in Holland. Okay. Froon had graduated with a degree in applied psychology from Deventer, which I assume is a university. Mm-hmm. The is previous... Is
0: the man or the woman? They're both women. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first name? Chris. Chris.
1: Chris Kremers and Lisa Froon.
0: Uh, you can understand why I thought Chris was a man. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Chris. Chris.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, go on.
1: So, and um, Kremers had, Chris, had just completed her studies in cultural social education, specialising in art education at the University of Utrecht. I'm butchering these names. No,
0: that's, that was right. I Utrecht. Think. There's a football team. Yeah. From, yeah.
1: And that's how I knew the name. That's yeah. how I realised it was in du- Holland because yeah. it never says but yeah we've probably still pronounced it wrong com- well, yeah, probably, compared to the Dutch I
0: knew of it
1: so they decided they were going to go on holiday to Pamana Pan- Panama
0: Panama mm. mm-hmm.
1: and only so is
0: that so, never mind I'm not going to guess it's fine Panama go on have a guess uh, is it I don't really know is it Spain or it? Mexico I feel like it's Mexico I
1: think it's southern America close to Mexico I'll
0: take it it's yeah. to I it.
1: think it's that way
0: yeah I'm just going off prison break yeah yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyway yep.
1: Only a few weeks prior to leaving for Panama Froon had moved in with Kremers In a dorm room in Amersfoort And they both worked together At a cafe slash restaurant Which was named You ready? Mm-hmm. In den clean and hap Great
0: hmm. Do you know
1: what
0: that translates? Nope Okay.
1: In the clean hut. In the clean house Okay,
0: we'll take that, it's fine
1: they both saved up money for six months and planned to go to Panama together on a special trip to learn Spanish, as well as do something of significance for the locals. Particularly, I can't say that word. You did all right. Particularly. Worse. <laughs> volunteering with children. The trip was also supposed to be a reward for Tifrún for graduating. Did,
0: were they both not graduating?
1: Yeah, but one of did. One graduated. The year prior? Yeah. Okay. Kremers and Froon arrived in Panama for a six-week vacation on March 15th, 2014. How many
0: days is that from my birthday? Two. Correct, thank
1: you. How many days is it from my birthday? Eleven? No, there's six.
2: Damn (laughs) it. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: <laughs> and we're supposed to be best friends.
0: Oh, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> oh, I'll get it next time.
1: Um, they toured Panama for two weeks before arriving in Phuket on March 29th. How many yes. days is that from my birthday?
0: March 29th? <laughs> yeah. 20. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> to live with a local family for a month while volunteering <laughs> with gonna, children I'm
0: going to edit the first one out and just <laughs> I'll pretend I got it right <laughs> go on hmm. sorry again.
1: on April 1st around 11am they went hiking near the clouded forests that surrounded the Baru volcano on the El Pianista trail I'd
0: love to go see a volcano
1: not far from Buket. I'd like also to see a volcano where's Buket? in Panama oh okay
0: <laughs>
1: they wrote on Facebook that they intended to walk around Phuket, and it was reported that they had been seen having brunch with two young Dutchmen before embarking on the trail. Okay. And also, apparently, when they went on the trail, they took a local dog with them, from a cafe. Right. Okay. So.
0: Why?
1: Just have company.
0: Alright.
1: Everyone likes dogs. Yeah,
0: everyone
1: does like. You ready? For the next part? Yeah. The this is where it gets interesting.
0: Good, I'm ready for it, I'm looking forward to
1: it. So Froon's parents stopped receiving text messages and calls, which both women had been sending to their families daily. And on the morning of April the second, Kramers and Froon missed an appointment with a local guide, and apparently the dog that they took with them returned to the village without them.
0: That's not very
1: good. That's not very good. On April third Authorities began aerial searches of the forest and local resi- residents began searching. On April 6th, the parents of Kremers and Froon arrived in Panama, along with police, dog units and detectives from the Netherlands to conduct a full-scale search of the forest for 10 days. The parents also offered 30,000 U.S. dollars reward for any information leading to the whereabouts of Kremers and Froon. A lot of money. That is a lot of money, especially in Panama. Mm. I assume they're not very well off there.
0: I don't
1: believe so. So, 10 weeks later, Oof. on June 14th, a local woman turned in Froon's blue backpack, which she said she had found by a riverbank. She was a farmer, by the way, near her village of Alto Romero in the Bocas del Toro region. How so, do, go on.
0: Sorry. Go on. Oh, uh, does it say how far away that was from the forest that they were missing in? No. Do you know at all roughly
1: how far away? I think it was. On the edge of the forest. It was like, it wasn't even really a village that she lived in. It was like a little farm.
0: Surely when they did all these searches of the forest, they would have found this backpack.
1: It wasn't there. Apparently the area where, this woman went to the area where the backpack was, Mm. and it was like every day, because that was where her farm was, and I think she grew like rice or something. Oh, right, okay. So she knew like the riverbank really well, and she said it was definitely 100% not there before. Right. So it just turned up that one day, and it was also in absolutely perfect condition the bag okay. so if it had been missing for 10 weeks in the forest yeah. you'd think you know yeah. a bit of wear and tear because yeah. the main theory was that it had floated down the river and washed up on the riverbank but there was no sign of water damage or anything like that right. or of it being <laughs> did you just break my heart <laughs> yeah I did in fact just break your heart thanks <laughs> you look very startled when that happened have you cut yourself
0: no I'm fine I was just Sorry, I I break things in this room No water damage
1: Yeah, so the woman said it says here, she said she was sure it had not been there the day before Mm -hmm. and the backpack contained two pairs of sunglasses $83 in cash Froon's passport a water bottle, Froon's camera two bras and the women's phones both, all of them in good condition with no sign of water damage the only thing wrong with the phones is that both batteries had died.
0: Understandable, after 10 weeks.
1: And the women's phones, obviously the police checked them, yep. showed that just hours after the beginning of the hike, someone dialed 112, which is the international emergency number, okay. and 911, which is the emergency number in Panama. Mm-hmm. The first distress call attempted was made by Kremer's iPhone at 16.39. Oh, for people that don't know military time, that is... in the afternoon.
0: Does it say they got through?
1: Mm hmm Let me continue. Sorry. And shortly after that, another attempt was made from Froon's Samsung Galaxy at 16.51, but none of the calls got through Ah. due to lack of reception in the area.
0: I thought you could get in touch with the police even if you don't have signal.
1: Maybe not in 2013 in Panama. Okay. None of the subsequent calls, call attempts ever managed to go through. Either sources, some sources have stated that one bloody. Nine nine, nine, well, <laughs> <laughs> some sources have stated that one nine one one call attempt on April second got connected and lasted little over a second before breaking up. But this information has not been confirmed. And hmm. um, did I cut out how many? Yeah. So, like, they rang a lot. I'm Is sure it was like seventy odd times like they the tried. Services? Yeah, they tried to Is get this through. Both phones yeah, both phones were trying to right, get through, okay. and neither of them could. Okay. So on April the fourth, Froon's ba- phone battery became exhausted just after five a.m. and the phone was never used again. Mm-hmm. Kramer's iPhone would not make any more calls either, but was intermittently turned on to search for reception. They think. Mm. Between April fifth and April eleventh, so six days. The iPhone. Well, was they they go missing.
0: It's, uh, sorry.
1: The second, I believe it of, was of April. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, I will just check. Well, they the started the hike on April first. Right. Okay. So yeah. maybe April first. Yeah. But they reported missing on April second, and yeah. then the search began April third.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So where was I?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> April eleventh.
0: Yeah. April sixth or something.
1: Between April fifth and eleventh. Yeah the iPhone was turned on intermittently Mm
0: -hmm.
1: no yes but then it was turned on multiple times between the 5th and the 11th without ever entering the correct pin code again so either I didn't even
0: know you you could check that
1: apparently I'm assuming it'd be in like the phone's like system if you got in touch with the provider or something yeah maybe but um either they didn't try to put a pin in or they put the wrong pin in right numerous times and on April 11th, so this is 10 days after they've gone missing, yep. the phone was turned on again at 10:51 a.m. and was turned off for the last time at 11:56. So it was on for an hour, and then it was never turned on again.
0: Is that the end? Nope. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is where it gets very strange. It's already strange. See, it gets even stranger. Shit. So you Sorry. may remember, along with the phones in the bag, there was a camera.
0: Did you say that? I heard water bottle, bras, phones. Money. Money. 80 sunglasses. Something. $83. See, I am listening.
1: Sunglasses. So two
0: pairs of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And a camera. Oh. Well, I forgot about the camera.
1: <laughs> so, it was Froon's Canon camera. <sighs> and on that camera oh, no. contained photos from April the 1st, suggesting oh. that the women had taken a trail at the overlook of the Continental Divide. Now what that is if I I haven't wrote it down but if I remember correctly there's a very set trail to get to the top of this volcano and it's like it's impossible to get lost on this trail do you
0: think got stuck inside the
1: volcano? no oh. ok you'll, you'll find out why they didn't get stuck inside the volcano okay. but um yeah on this trail up to the volcano and back there's like no way you can possibly get lost unless you go off the trail right and where the continental continental divide is it's like a little ditch kind of thing mhm and they'd basically gone down into the ditch and over to the other side and there's no trail there and it's incredibly easy to get lost. So why did they do that? Who knows? Who knows? So anyway, they wandered into some wilderness hours before their first attempt to reach Mm 112-911 but there was no signs of anything unusual. On April the 8th, seven days after the first pictures were taken, the first pictures, you can see them online, they were just like normal touristy photos. Yeah. Like, posing together and stuff. Yeah, they're in the photos. Right, okay. Well, they are on April the 1st. Yeah. So on April the 8th, 90 flash photos were taken between 1am and 4am. Is apparently, that like
0: just in the darkness? Yeah, they were just so taking so we pictures see. of
1: random things so they, they think it was so they could see where yeah. they were going. And apparently they were deep in the jungle and in near complete darkness. A few photos show that they were possibly near a river or a ravine. Okay. Some show a twig with plastic bags and candy wrappers on top of a rock. Now, the plastic bags were tied around twigs and branches as if to be, like, to mark where they'd come and stuff like that. Alright,
0: so they weren't going in circles. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, Another shows what looks like toilet paper and a mirror on another rock just on the ground. Right. And another shows the back of Kramer's head. You can't see her face or anything. You can just see her hair.
0: So at least she was alive. At that
1: point. But they don't know if she was alive because it looks like she's like laying down. They can't tell because oh. it's like all her hair. Right. But there was also some people that speculated that right at the top you could see specks of blood in her head, mm. in her hair. So the discovery of the backpack led to new searches along the Koulibrah, cul- along the colibra. I don't know what that is. Kramer's. Uh, that may be the river where mm. they found the backpack. Kramer's denim shorts were found atop a rock on the opposite bank of the tributary, a few kilometres away from where Froon's backpack had been discovered. And it's missing a lot of stuff out on this. Oh, no, it hasn't. The shorts were found zipped, zipped up and buttoned and neatly folded on top of the rock. But pictures of the shorts published in 2021... That was very recent. Yeah apparently they were like all tattered and torn but the reports from the time said they were neatly folded on top of the rock with no damage okay so apparently that's like disproving that and the police are saying that they were never in good condition but the police have been getting a lot of shit for this case
0: so the police said the police said they were or were in good condition
1: um well apparently like locals or whoever had seen the shorts like found them Said that they're in really good condition, like perfect, folded up neat, as right. if they have just taken them off and folded them up. Yeah. But then, like, the police in 2021, because they've been getting shit for it ever since, because, like, they refused to reinvestigate it and stuff. Yeah. And the police have then released pictures of the shorts, saying that they're all tired and shit. I hadn't yeah. seen the pictures, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there'd been another update on the case. Um, two months later, close, two months later, back in 2013. Yeah closer to where the backpack was discovered a pelvis and a boot with a foot still inside were found oh no and soon at least 33 widely scattered bones were discovered along the same riverbank DNA testing confirmed they belonged to Kramer's and Froon. Froon's bones still had some skin attached to them but Kramer's bones appeared to have been bleached bleached Mm -hmm. I can't remember why they said they were bleached apparently like your normal bones are not like perfectly white Okay. but hers were like perfect white as if like like really bright white as if they'd been bleached a Panamanian forensic anthropologist later claimed that under magnification there are no discernible scratches of any kind on the bones neither of natural nor cultural origin and there were no marks on the bones at all because the police's first theory was that the girls had got into an accident an injury or something died due to the elements mm. and then the animals had like eating the bodies and move the bones but then they said that's impossible because even a tiny animal like picking it up as gently as it can would leave indentations on the bones and that's all I
0: have I think the lady who found the backpack originally killed
1: them she was an old lady though
0: I think the lady who found the backpack originally killed them
1: well apparently the theory is that the two boys the most common theory is that the two boys that the girls were seen with Mm. apparently they were seen going up into the hills like Few hours later, so they think that they did it. Yeah, I'm sure there's pictures of them and the boys in like a little quarry thing.
0: So, why it's weird why they decided to go off the path. Yeah, originally,
1: one of the pictures as well, when they're in that little ravine thing not the nighttime pictures, but the one when they're going over the continental divide. Yeah, um, she looks like really scared. She's one of them's taking a picture of the other girl walking up, and she looks like really scared. Like on all the other ones, they're all smiling and happy, and then on that one, they're not.
0: I might look into this when I get home. But
1: there was also... I can't remember. They numbered the photos. And, for example, it was like... Went from 99 to 100 to 101. Mm. But the, like, 100 photo, This is the pictures they took in the darkness. Yeah. Like, the 100th photo was missing. So they'd removed one of the photos and not published it. Yeah. So no one knows what was in that.
0: Might have had, like, someone's face on it. Yeah. And
1: people think that if you brighten up the photos where you can see all the rubbish on the floor, that you can see twigs that have been snapped leading down into the ravine and you can see a figure on the left hand side. Mm. So they think that while they were like, when they were taking pictures of just random stuff that was them running away from someone or something.
0: Yeah, but needed to see where they was running Yeah. And then
1: obviously they followed them because of the flashes, caught them and then it was them that took the pictures of like the little sight around them and the girls bodies and stuff like that. Mm. But no one knows what's on the missing photo. There's probably been more developments and there's a lot of stuff that I've missed out because it's been like a year since I've yeah. locked into this. It's
0: that's quite an interesting one actually. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's just say the guys did them.
2: Yeah.
1: but yeah, the Have they
0: not been interviewed, those two guys then?
1: I don't think anyone knows who they are.
0: Mm. You'd think if they're in the pictures and like all over the internet, you'd think they'd yeah. be able to identify them.
1: But yeah, the police got a lot of shit because they just said it was an accident and they couldn't, people were asking questions like about the bones and how everything's still in perfect condition and stuff like that and they just had no answers and just closed the case.
0: If you threw a body into like a massive tub of like sulfuric acid or something... That was one of the theories. Would that would that damage the bones? Or would that... F- it might escape? bleach
1: them. I f- that was... Something like that was one of the theories and that's why one of the bones were bleached. Yeah. But then also they were saying that... Because the police were like, the bodies have been there for like weeks, months yeah. since they first disappeared. But then that's why one of the bodies having skin on it was such a key piece because they were like that's impossible yeah like the skin wouldn't still be there
0: It's a the fact that they randomly like, the also
1: back... I'm pretty sure the skulls never got found mm. a lot of the bo- like the big body parts they found oh. the pelvis and the foot and then all the rest were just tiny little bone fragments they did never they... found anything big
0: you said they did like DNA to make sure it was them
1: yeah, yeah. DNA yeah DNA proved it was them
0: yeah mm.
1: but yeah they never found skulls or like legs femurs or anything like that it's weird. It's so like half the bodies are still missing. Another theory was that there might be like someone living in the mountains that have come across them on the hike and murdered them. And then when the police have like searched around that area and they're like, oh, they won't go back there. They've taken the bodies there and dumped them.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say it's the fact that like the bag showed up randomly and yeah. like some clothing and then like a boot and then all the bones scattered down the river yeah. and, and
1: stuff. they'd already searched that area before yeah. I believe and nothing was there. Mm-hmm. But then the police have said that they didn't search that area.
0: But that woman was going there every day, so yeah. she would have seen something. And I'm
1: pretty sure it's either the American police, FBI, whatever, investigators, or the Dutch want to reopen the case and they'll fund it themselves and mm. do everything. And the Pan- Panamanian government or council, whoever runs all that shit, have refused to hand it over. That's weird. And said that it's closed and they're not reopening it.
2: Mm.
0: No, I've never heard of that one before. That was quite an interesting one. Mm. I was... I was the word was intrigued from start to finish you yeah. had me on the edge of my seat mm. um well I'll go into this last one yep which every single person I say every single person i going to be loads of people listening but anyone who's listening to the podcast will know about this one yep because you can't do an unsolved mysteries podcast without talking about Madeleine McCann
1: yes right I did tell Christina we weren't going to do Madeleine McCann but Christine I didn't it. know what you had done
0: I've got you right you see we're best friends we talk about this one. yeah yeah uh, for people, if you don't know the gonna the, the backstory, but obviously she went missing uh, in 2007, in yes. May. Yeah. From her bed in her holiday apartment in Praia da Luz, in Portugal.
1: Was it in Madeira? It's in Portugal. Madeira's in Portugal. Is it? Yeah. it's literally where Cristiano Ronaldo was born.
0: I should know that I've been there.
1: You've been to Madeira? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so she went missing in May, May 2007 in Portugal. Yeah. Uh, And obviously her disappearance is the most heavily reported missing person case in modern history. Mm -hmm. And her whereabouts remain unknown. Yep. Uh, German prosecutors in 2020 have stated that they assume she is dead. Yep. But there are many theories.
1: There are many theories. Many
0: theories on what happened. And I have just got some of them just to have a quick discussion about.
1: Yep. Uh, so the first one are you not going into detail about the case I suppose we don't if you don't if you want to that's fine but if you don't I suppose everyone knows all the details anyway. yeah
0: I mean she was on holiday with her mum and dad and another they had more than one kid didn't they yeah I
1: think they had twins Yeah. two little girls
0: and then I think what was it like they went out for a drink and left all the kids in the room went out for a meal yeah yeah. and then they came back and Madeline had gone yeah but the twins were still there but the twins were still there and they were all in the same room yeah Um, okay so the first theory is the sex trafficking theory and it says that this one is like a prominent theory and it's that Madeleine was taken to be trafficked, yeah to be trafficked, 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 trafficked. um it says a Netflix documentary looked into this theory in depth despite it being unproven as the best case scenario for being able to find Madeleine alive. Um, private, private investigator Julian Parabenez says in the documentary the value that Madeleine had was really high And if they took it, it's because they were going to get a lot of money for it.
1: Is that the guy that ended up getting fired? Because he refused to back down and kept looking into it, and he was like determined that it was some Portuguese investigator that was running the case. Yeah. Um, he was like refusing to leave it alone, and he was adamant that the parents did it. Yeah. Well. And he got fired for it.
0: The sex trafficking theory kind of links with. Another theory that people have because it's like they go together because people think that the parents sold her mm. to like the sex trafficking people so they could just get them because they knew that Madeline would be worth a lot, yeah. So they just sold her to people and kind of planned yeah. it all so they could come and get her and they would be going out and leave her there.
1: And also, into that theory was oh, I forgot the guy's name, it was a renowned like paedophile, mm. and he was on the island at the time and had a mansion. I believe that was literally like a mile away from where they were staying and i do believe after madeline went missing that jerry and kate is that their names they like like went to his house and had a meal with him and stuff
0: yes yeah i remember seeing that i think that's this that's probably the the portuguese predator theory that i've got there then because it says um that that's looked at in the documentary as well because police looked into the case of a man who was wanted in connection with the sexual assaults of five young girls at portuguese holiday resorts yeah uh, and he was described as a lone intruder who attacked girls in their bed. Two of the attacks happened in the same, like city where they were, mm. where she went missing from. Um, I don't know if there's anything wrong on that. Yeah, it just says Anthony Summers in the Netflix documentary says it's one stat, one startling element is the sheer number of sexual predators in the area at that time. But he yeah, was one of the most pr- profound ones. Yeah, yeah. Which again could definitely be one of the things. Mm-hmm. However, the one. There's one that like I think this is the one that I'm think that I like kind of lean towards is the parents drugging her.
1: Yeah, I've heard that one.
0: It says that um, I mean I could read I could read it, but I'll, I'll just say it from my own words because the people think because they were both doctors or something, weren't they? Or they both. I think knew... one
1: was a doctor and they both had like good jobs.
0: Yeah, they both knew what roughly what to do yeah. that kind of thing. And I don't
1: know if one was like a solicitor or something. I think it was Jerry that was a doctor, wasn't it?
0: Yes, I believe so um but they think that they one of them gave her some kind of like drug to knock her out yeah. so that they wouldn't wake she wouldn't wake up when they're out and about and then yeah. the other parent didn't know that they'd done it and they went and did the same yeah and then basically overdosed her and killed her
1: yeah And then obviously that theory. when they I came i think back, that's the most likely one. that's
0: the one that i think it would be yeah um and
1: all the other evidence against the parents like support that theory as well
0: yeah exactly um Apparently, the police think that the couple killed her using an overdose of Calpol. But Calpol. That's what it says here.
1: Can you overdose on Calpol?
0: Apparently, but I don't think that I would have. I would assume it'd be more like a sedative that they gave her. Yeah. And then they both just double dosed her. Yeah. And they found they obviously came back. She was like, was like four at the time. She yes, well. I so it was It wouldn't take a lot either. Yeah. She was born. Yeah. She was. She was born in two thousand and three, and obviously she went missing in two thousand and seven. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, that's the one I think that they just drugged her Yeah came back to the room and obviously went to go check on them and realised that she weren't breathing or something. Yeah. And then just was like, shit.
1: See, I think all the predator stuff and the kidnapping could... Like, obviously, like you said, there's predators in the area. But I think a lot of that is just circumstantial. There's not a lot of evidence that points towards that. Mm -hmm. I think all the evidence points towards the parents.
0: Um, There's a theory called the couple theory, Mm -hmm. um, which basically says that she was taken by... A couple who couldn't have children, yeah, and um, she was stolen and raised as their own child. And she just they came in and took her from her bed. Um, apparently in twenty seventeen, the Telegraph reported it had been a long. It had been long suggested she may have been stolen to, stolen to order by criminals acting on behalf of the wealthy childless couple. So people had seen her. They couldn't have kids, and because of all the shit that goes off in that area, they mm. basically paid, people to go and steal her, and then they just raised her. See, as their my
1: own. big issue with that one is that. She, like someone that has seen her by now. Like, yeah. She had a very distinct... Like, with the, with eyes the and eye, stuff.
0: yeah. Um, it says, Witnesses claimed to have seen suspicious characters around the resort in the days before her disappearance who could have been acting as spotters searching for a child that fitted the requirements of the couple. Um, there were reports of a suspicious of suspicious men hanging around the Ocean Club resort where the McCanns were staying days before Madeline went missing.
1: Hmm. Wasn't there a sign the night she went missing of a guy carrying a child yes
0: yeah there was sightings of yeah. someone yeah um, I don't know
1: if I like one one of the parents friends as well wasn't it that saw him but they just thought it was like a guy carrying yeah. a child
0: yeah they were the people they're out with at the time yeah, yeah. but uh, they all have like
1: really high up connections don't they mm-hmm. like right up to like pretty much the government yes yeah I'm sure one of them's like fucking friends with Boris Johnson or some shit I don't
0: know
1: might not be Boris Johnson, but, but someone higher That kinda of level. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um there's a theory called the Discovery Theory. Which uh, this theory is that Madeline was actually found alive but her case has become so high profile that they lie and they say that she's still been missing, um, and that she is now living a normal life, but people because of the case of it. And the want, money they get and the money they're getting that they're just hiding it and she was found not too long after um, it says even if Madeline was given a new identity any, gay, any girl her age spotted with the McCann's or that looks like her would be consistently hounded by the public and press um, so that to give her a normal life they've just Got said it. that she, have, she hasn't been found and she's living kind of like discreetly so mm. that she doesn't get constantly attacked by yeah. press and stuff um, there's the wandering theory
1: is that that she wandered out literally
0: uh, Madeline simply wandered out of the apartment on her own free will and was tragi- tragically killed in an accident. Um, people think she woke up, left the apartment, and either died in the ocean or just like got hit by like a car or something. and just like had a misadventure. She adventure. died
1: in the ocean. She'd have washed up mm. yeah. somewhere.
0: Yeah, I guess she could have been taken by anyone if she's wandering around yeah. as well. <laughs> and then this this theory that I put at the end is the Enigma theory, which is uh, fucking pointless and is obviously not a thing. But it says. The ending of the theory is that something the aliens. <laughs> I wish it was. We could throw that in there. But it says people believe that Madeleine McCann never even existed. It's probably the it is one of those more out there theories. But people believe um, that she was never actually a person. She's been made up by the British government to distract from other news, um, what was happening at the time to try and and to try and raise money for the country. The government made this whole thing up and asked Jerry and her Kate. McCann to pretend to have this kid and pretend for it to go missing, so that they can raise money. But and there's pictures of her. Well, no, it was all a lie. Is this enigma theory?
1: Yeah, I think she did exist.
0: Yeah, I also think <laughs> she did exist. Um, so yeah, there there is like six plus other theories that I could have got on this, but I didn't want to. Yeah. Do too many. But what? What do you think? The parents killed her, because there was loads of stuff as well that her. Um. Didn't they? They got like sniffer dogs. Yep, and they found remains of blood in the boot of the parents' car or something. The right?
1: rental car that they didn't rent until like two days after yeah. Madeline disappeared. And there was
0: blood in it, or some of her clothes with blood on, or something like that,
1: or maybe. I think it was the hounds smelt death in the car. Yes,
0: that's what it said
1: in the boot. Yeah, specifically, mm-hmm. and also they had Madeline's toy. I think it was like a bunny or some shit, yeah. and the police wanted it. They wanted the dogs to be able to sniff it. And Kate was like, "Oh, I washed it." Yeah. And they were like, well, "Why would you wash it?" And she was like, "I don't know." And they were like, "But like, it's the one thing you've got left of your daughter. Like, why would you not want to keep the scent of her and stuff?" Yep. And it turned out she'd just washed it.
0: The parents acted so shifty about the whole situation. Yeah. Well. And they still are acting. Have you
1: not situation. seen Kate's in- interrogation with the police? It's like an hour long. No. they're asking her questions about Madeline like oh what time did you check on her and stuff mm. like just normal questions at first mm. and she answers no comment to every single one of them like she doesn't help them at all and that's right. like the day after Madeline's yeah. gone missing the when realistically... they could really like if they're gonna find her it's most likely gonna be in that first, yeah, it's like first day or two yeah it's like 48 hours in here, yeah. so. and like anything that could have helped she just said no comment to
0: any kind of parent would do literally anything and tell you every single little tiny detail yeah. which they think might help so it's that's why I, I think that they killed her yeah. I think they probably killed her but they definitely had whether it was killing her or whether it was selling her or some shit they definitely had some like some involvement in whatever see happened. my
1: only problem with the accidental death is that they didn't really show any emotion
0: mm.
1: like even if it was accidental you'd still be like sad that your daughter had died yeah and they didn't really I think she, she did cry a lot but it was clearly forced it was for was... the TV and yeah. stuff and it was yeah and, like, I think it was, like, three three or four days later, they were seen playing tennis, laughing and stuff. Yeah.
0: Like, they're still getting money for it now, aren't they? Yeah, they so get,
1: like, millions of pounds a year from it. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, the Portuguese investigator got fired. Because mm. he was, like, he was adamant that they did it. And, yeah. like, I think they, like, paid it off, basically, for him to get fired.
0: So do you think that they killed her or sold her?
1: I think they killed her. Yeah. Although, have you seen the quote in her book? Kate's book yeah she released the book about it
0: of course just to get that bit of extra money yeah
1: and there was a weird, really weird part in that I won't say it because it's disgusting well I won't say it all I'm just, mm. but she basically said she can't the thought of her perfect little mm. getting torn apart made her feel sick and people were like why the fuck would you like say that yeah. like why would you word it that way and they thought that was really creepy yeah Apparently, them to kind of pedophiles. that's another key? Another theory.
0: Mm. Maybe see if maybe they did sell her and stuff. Maybe there was like well,
2: mm.
0: and it was, was discussed. Maybe there was like well, we know we'd get loads of money for her because mm. of X Y Z. Let's just sell her kind of thing. Yeah.
1: So, well, do you see the German guy got charged with her disappearance and death last year?
0: Uh, I said something about German people here oh yeah because yeah, it says German prosecutors in 2020 state that they assume she's dead and the guy got
1: yeah he was he was already in prison yeah. but he was like a renowned
0: yeah didn't he release like some information that he? Cause didn't he, didn't he yeah I think it?
1: he said that he knew who'd done it yeah but they said he'd done it mm. but I'm pretty sure it got thrown out of court because there was just no evidence yeah. other than like circumstantial like him having been around that area at that time so I think he was living on the island mm. the time it happened
0: do we assume then that she is dead yeah 100% yeah she isn't, like, living her life somewhere.
1: No, she's 100% dead.
0: 100%, I, I, I assume she's dead as well.
1: And she's buried somewhere on that island.
0: Yeah, is that what you think? Mm-hmm. How, did, how would they get her, body? do they put it in the boot and just drive somewhere?
1: I think the guy car- that was seen carrying a child, mm. I think they've paid him to take the body. And then they've, when the press has all, like, left them alone a bit, when one of them can sneak out, then they've gone and got a rental car, moved her body somewhere else, and yep. then took the rental car back, thinking that it couldn't be traced. yeah, they also said that they'd broken the guy had broken in whoever took her through the shutters, and that the shutters and stuff were damaged, and then the police checked them, and they were absolutely they were fine. All fine, yeah. yeah so they're saying that if someone has come in then they've purposely left the window and shut us open
0: didn't they like keep periodically going back and checking and then they didn't for a while or something is that right like they went back a few times to check they
1: kept going back and checking and apparently they could see them breathing or something and then it was one of their friends went in between Mm. to check on them because I think she checked on her own kids or something like that but she went in and checked or he went in and checked and said that he saw the twins but didn't see Madeline but he didn't really look he just like glanced at the bed and was yeah. like oh yeah the twins are there so she'll be there as well and then left and then the next time one of the parents went i think it was kate then she noticed that Madeline was gone yeah but i think 100 percent the parents did it I, yeah all the evidence points towards them doing
0: it i think the parent whether it was killing or selling or whatever yeah the parents definitely did it like yeah. them going to the room could have been like right i'm gonna go like this many times and you know for a fact i'm gonna go like Bang on nine pm, and I'll leave the door unlocked. You can go in because the next person's not going to be there till like half nine or something. If they did sell her, or whatever, or if they they killed her, then they could have got the guy to go at the specific time to move the body. So,
1: but I find it also weird that like the British government or police or whatever just completely refuse to investigate Mm. them. Like the Portuguese police did, and they won't go back to Portugal now. Yeah, because they'll get arrested if they do. But the British, I don't understand why the British just. blatantly refused it I can only assume it's because of the connections they have
0: yeah I don't know will they would the, would the Portuguese police let them like do they even have jurisdiction to go and
1: yeah they've said they'll hand it over oh but like they said while it, while ever they're in Portugal they'll arrest them because they want them for questioning
0: yeah.
1: yeah I think that guy that got fired he's like a private investigator like he's still hounding them.
0: good I hope he does I hope at some point we've like
1: I, I don't guess. think we'll ever get yeah. answers to.
0: It. Maybe that, like, like late on, they're like, fuck it. No. I think
1: the only possible way is the twins or someone that was there. But I think the twins will have been, like, babies, so yeah. they probably won't even remember it.
0: i okay, so if Madeline was, like, four at the time, they're going to yeah. be. Yeah. And I'd assume bad.
1: everyone that was there has probably been paid a shitload of money to keep the fucking mouth shut. Yeah. And probably threatened as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. So parents did it? Yep. Killed her? Yep. Sold? Solved. Solved. Solved alright Sweet. Cool. We done. It's been another big one. It has yeah. Two hours long. Yeah. Um. Anything else? No. No. Cool. Okay then. Should we uh? Should we should we end it then? Yeah. All right then. Well, uh, you've been listening to the Yo Dad podcast. Yep. And we will see you in the next one, which we don't even know what it is yet. So that's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, we have no idea.
0: If anyone wants to give us suggestions on anything, no one will. No, oh, I know. But if anyone does want to feel free so just
1: I would say we'd do another poll but then it's basically just whatever Christina, what Christina wants, wants us to do
0: yeah okay then <laughs> well we will uh, we will see everyone in the next one won't we Dan
1: we shall indeed see everyone in the next one
0: good goodbye
1: bye